online, on digital, and on 88 to 91 FM. BBC Radio 2. Russell Brand. You are listening to BBC Radio 2. This is the Russell Brand Show, live, live, live from London. I am here, of course, with my own impeccable charisma. God, it's more of a burden than a gift. And besides that, perhaps England's finest musician, the architect of a movement, the saviour of a nation's souls, Noel Gallagher. Hello. Hello. I'm used to being hyperbolic about you on account of this week having done the uh, voiceover for your TV ads for Shock of the Lightning, you Dig Out Your Soul. You did a very, very good job as well. Was you pleased with that, mate? I was. They're very funny. I yeah. don't know how many records it'll actually sell, but... Well, I would say you can look forward to a 50% increases, you know, because a lot of people say this is the I, voice I of think, a nation you're I listening think, to now. I somehow think that however many we sell, you're going to be taking pretty much the credit for it, I would say so. I'll be looking for some of that credit. Yeah, because it's like, so just to be clear uh, to those of you listening to the show, and we are live, so if you want to get in touch, russell.brand at bbc.co.uk, you can text 88291. It's like, you know, when you see on the telly an advert for an album, Oasis, available now in HMV, Woolworths, other shops, stuff like that. Except I didn't, thankfully, I didn't have to say shop names. I'm glad <laughs> about that. No, well, they don't anymore, do they? You they don't do know. that no more. No, no they don't, no. Oh, Because it's all on. available online, isn't it, see? That's the end of capitalism. Available now. Available now. Yeah. Be see, aware. But, see, but, that I, but I, they are, usually they get Joe Wiley in to say they're stunning seventh record. Yeah. Aren't they brilliant? But when we've always done them, we've always done them like Ricky's done some for us, Ricky Gervais and uh, Ricky mm. Tomlinson. Both mm. three, all the Rickies. Normally Rickies, <laughs> eh? And uh, break from the Ricky tradition. And uh, we've got to get your good self time, mate. Make them into a bit of a laugh because it is a bit of a laugh after all, isn't it? Yeah, well, if, if you're not having fun, though, what is, you know, what's the point, eh? There is no point. Right, outside of that, it's going to be a fantastic show. Matt Morgan isn't here. He's still on his Los Angeles sabbatical for a little while. I think I'm going back to LA in a couple of weeks. Noel's going on tour in uh, about a week. He's supposed to be on tour tonight. But why, why is it not? Because you've suddenly realised you can contribute more to British entertainment <laughs> by being in this room with no, me. No, I've got... Well, obviously, everybody knows I was attacked on stage a few weeks back. Actually, three weeks ago tonight it was. Three weeks ago, yeah. so that means, because I remember, <laughs> I'd just done the VMAs, and I was That's like, right. you know, so when it was like, you know, sort of just waking up and realising that the Christian right were a bit browned off. <laughs> then we, we put on the, and someone goes, you've seen what's happening now on stage? And like, we sort of put it on the, on the internet, right, and just saw that happen to you, and I thought, bloody hell, what's going on? What's going on in the world? Like, yeah, Anti-British well. sentiment <laughs> spilled over yesterday <laughs> when Noel Gallagher from Oasis, <laughs> Judah the performance of Russell Brand at the PMAs. <laughs> Anyone English, destroy, destroy. Yeah. Of course, happened in Vancouver. Bit balmy, all of that. You're, are you, how, how's your ribs? Well, they're, all, they're, all, they're on the mend. I've been, I've been told that the, the next gig is in uh, ten days in Liverpool, so I'm going to be. I'm not going to be right for that. It's going to take another five weeks to heal up, but we've got to got to start that tour because it'll be two years' work out the window. Two years' work. Good work, may I say. Yes, thank you very much. Well, you've heard it now, haven't you? Well, I have, actually, yeah. Bit, anyway. Obviously, the main highlight is the voiceover of the TV commercial, because that's where it really a, comes into its own. It's actually a pity we can't somehow tag that now on to the end of the album. It's a pity, isn't it? It is a pity. Surely someone will do that now, uh, you know, perhaps I, if I you have already... Your, that's not your agent, probably. Yeah, well, I think you'll probably insist upon that, and I don't think it'd do any harm if, you know, the way that my uh, tickets for my tour is flying out the door, blimey. Well, for People one gig, for one gig. Well, well no, you say that, no, I just no. said to you before, I, well, you put the tickets on sale earlier, you went, the, the whole tour sold out in one hour. Well, London did. <laughs> now, I don't mean any disrespect, but to the rest of Britain, God, I love this 
country, Britain, yeah. blighty, Albion, yes, Albany. But London, it's very important to Russell. It's where I live. What can yeah. I tell you? It's, it's where, where he I gets live. most of his women. Oh, the women folk. <laughs> what a week it's been for the women of London. You've had, as a, good, well. you've had a good week, eh? I've been at it, mate. I, put, I spent yeah. a lot of money on a hot tub, and I was beginning, because, you know, I had a girlfriend for a little while. I thought, have I overreached there? It's becoming a, 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 fab, a fabulous picture of you in the back of a cab with a silly woolly hat trying to look at you inconspicuous <laughs> with three slags. <laughs> I think I might apologise for that to That's some of those slags. That's <laughs> not fair. That's, a lot of them young women have got feelings, judging from the giddy orgasmic <laughs> cries flying around the gardens of Hampstead. Very sensitive girls, a lot of them. Within well, the panic room. <laughs> the panic room. I prefer to call that the uh, cotton box, <laughs> where I'm protected <laughs> from reality. Um, no, oh dear, no, I've been having a lovely time. That hot tub. But the thing is with a hot tub is to get in one, you've got to take off most of your clothes. Now, that's a lot of my admin done. What's... <laughs> Once someone's in a hot tub, it's really like, well, should we sit here and watch the television, or how about a giddy... I wouldn't... Yeah, but surely when, 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 when they're in the back of the cab with you, they know they're getting Rogers. Yeah, they? pretty much. Yeah, I mean... I would have uh, thought so. I, <laughs> mean, listen, I, mean, I mean, if I ended up in, in the back of a cab with you coming out of a nightclub and you had that woolly out and we were getting <laughs> I'd somehow fear for my sphincter. Uh, <laughs> at the end of the show, Noel, if you see me pull on my woolen hat... <laughs> and say, do you want a lift? Uh, it's like when a judge puts yeah. a black napkin on his head... <laughs> Send him down. <laughs> Bring on the executioner. <laughs> chop, chop, chop. <laughs> Here we go. There'll be bloodshed before morning. No, no, oh. so, so my point is, is they must know that they're going to get a good scene too. Well, I think, and which a good why, scene which is too. Why they're there. This is the thing, though, which I'm very keen to point out to you, mate, is that I've gone recently gone through a transition, a spiritual one, where now the engine of my activity in that area is not lust and a kind of accumulative, addictive greed, but love. I am truly in contact with the universe, so you, spreading love so you thought, through orgasm and sex. I think we can find enlightenment through sex. I think we can do it. No, not necessarily yeah, you, you and yeah, I. Yeah, but you, so you thought in the past you were spreading, <laughs> you were spreading lust. And, yes. now, and now you think you're spreading love. When, in reality, the whole time I was just spreading syphilis. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's the, the brutal truth. No, no, so no, you, still clean and serene. Are you, are, you, are you in love with these people from last week? I though? feel actual genuine love. And that's Can what you it name feels. them all? Just first uh, names. Agatha, Ray, and I forget your name. Um, no, well, there's no point naming people. A roll call of the dad. So, Don't read this on air. Well, no, she might have put some up. It's a I card from know. Sarah thanking me for my kindness. Well, I'll have a look and see if there's any. It looks like it might be some. Yeah, so, it's okay. private. It's private. All right, I won't read it out. I'm not reading it out. It's probably put a room number on it. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, hold on. This is from yes, this is from uh, Sarah Noel's uh, life partner. Noel thinks that this hello Russell. Noel thinks this is a simple thank you for the gifts you sent to our son Donovan. What it actually is a co is a confession that Donovan is yours. How could he be so handsome otherwise? How I yearn for you, my firm, fiery Essex boy. I ache for you. I ache for you. Thank God Noel's broken his ribs. He ain't touched me in weeks. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> there it goes. If you want to get involved with this show, why wouldn't you? You've got feelings, ain't you? Ain't you? Ain't you? Russell.brand at bbc.co.uk. Perhaps you want some advice from me on sex, like X-Files, David Duchovny. Have you uh, read about that, Noel? I don't know if no. you Google my name as frequently as I do, um, no, but if no, you... I don't, I don't Google. <laughs> do you know you Google yourself, surely? No. no? I don't have a computer. Hmm. Hello. Really? No. What'd you do? Like live in some analogue abacus world? I'm afraid so. Sarah, Sarah's one. What's she? I guess hmm. she's on now and again. I don't. I would not be able to. I couldn't, I couldn't work one. There's too many. I can't type. See. Hmm. If I could type, I probably. Wait, because but... you're a musician. And it's sort of like, so you're nimble fingered and you have to think in those sort of terms and ah, then you yeah, can't operate I'm, a computer. I'm, a, I'm, I'm, I'm screamingly retro though. 
Right, so I you can can't... Play, I, can play, I can play musical instruments. The computer's not. I'm not from the computer age. That's true. A lot of your text messages are hopelessly garbled. Yeah. I've noticed. Yeah, but that's only, that's only to you. You're, you only understand garbled. That's right. I'll pick out the meaning And yours, the yours just ramble poetically about yes. pretty much nothing. Yeah, I mean... Apart from when it says, can you call me? I need a favour. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm glad then that that's what, that's why I'm glad I had to do that voiceover for you, because uh, now the favours in some way... Ah, to, oh, well, it, well, it was. Mm -hmm. We were quits until tonight. Now what's happening? Now, now you've and now, done and now, this. And now you owe me. Oh, fair, yeah. <laughs> fair enough. Blimey, you're like, you are like the Mafia. What a lovely show it's going to be. All our regular items will be here. Nanecdotes. Noel, uh, goes to Noel. No, we'll do the regular items, mate, because that'll give us a good foundation. He sort of just waved his hand at me, foppishly, like, I know what I'm doing. Don't talk to me about radio. <laughs> well, blase he was about it all. So, uh, but just uh, briefly to mention, before we go into one of your musical choices, Noel. Well, I did say to Nick, Nick said he would come on the show and said, only if I can choose the tunes. Nick. Nick, uh, like, love Nick that, the vicar's son, that, that, that the, 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 with whom we reunited. Sack, right, right. Yeah, <laughs> Nick. Why, why did you get the sack? Hey, Nick was never sacked. That That's was a... Uh... You said that. I'm, I'm afraid <laughs> when I, I come in here and said, where's Nick? Religious just differences. Go, just go, well, I don't, well, it sounded like the sack to me. Well, all right, Noel, the simple truth is that we took over the radio show independently. Noel is an, a, an ah. employee of the BBC. For a brief while, there were contractual difficulties, which is now part of a radio show. All right, all right now so he's you, back here. So you, are you working for him now? In a way, the whole of the Full time. Are you an actual employee you of are listening is, to is, the Russell Brown show is, on Radio 2? What's it called? Vanity Project? Some bizarre really? job search. <laughs> You've jumped ship from the BBC. If you do want to work for us here and join the Russell Brown revolution, it's russell.brand. You can't brand pay that much money. At I bet you blows it all on condoms anyway. Don't listen to Noel saying, I don't use condoms. <laughs> <laughs> I do use condoms. Always use condoms. Yes, he uses one on the traditional place and one on <laughs> the assailant's head. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like to look at it as a crime in that fashion. I, so well, um, The rest of us do. So we're all, you know, I did. Thank you, Noel. So, uh, here is this thing about me and David Duchovny. Uh, I saw this article on Digital Spy and thought you guys might be interested, says Laura. Mm, nice touch. God, this is I why we employ clergy. You've got, you've got clergy professional you're working for him, haven't you? You'd never have come up with that on the BBC, would you? Of course he wouldn't. Now he's oh. broken free as an artist. Yeah, yeah. David Duchovny is reportedly consulting Russell Brand's autobiography, My Bookie Wook, in a bid to overcome his sex addiction. The 48-year-old allegedly identifies with Brand's claim that fame is like a wonka ticket to a sex factory. I can't imagine him, the Covney. I, yeah, I, I do think it's like a Wonka ticket to a sex factory. I can't see him getting much, to be honest. Well, he do all right when he just narrow his eyes. The truth is out there. The truth is down there. <laughs> the truth is inside my fly. Mm. There are things out there, unseen mysteries, unsolvable things. Yeah, but don't, <laughs> actually, don't, don't actually do the. Actor I did actually undo my doing. fly yeah, during that. Yeah, Sorry about disgusting. that. I'm such a good actor. I committed oh, to that bit brilliant. so much. Yeah. Anyway, so he's he's looking at your book to try and go over his sex. But you're, you've not got over yours. This well, is thing. Uh, have I not? No. Have I not turned it as I've just said to you into a, a love revolution, spreading spirituality now? Well, exactly as I said, you've not go over it, you've just given it a different name. Rebranded it. Yeah, <laughs> Quite brilliantly. Right. And that's what I'll say to David Dukovny. Carry on, David, unless it's, you know, getting on your uh, on your wick or something. Just, just to give it a different name. Rename it. Yeah. Rename it, David. Carry on. Enjoy yourself. In our new item, help David Duchovny. <laughs> In fact, this show, we're going to be launching quite a lot of new items, because, uh, for example, there's the new item, uh, using the radio show as a flimsily veiled excuse to chat up women that I fancy. Item right. last week, Dita Von Tees. <sighs> this week, Sarah Silverman, the American comedian. I'm going to be using the radio show as a flimsily veiled excuse to chat up with the beautiful Sarah Silverman. Yeah, but what, what are you going to do? Have sex with her down the phone? 
Well, no, mate, because I prefer actual genital contact. Oh, you mean when you go over to LA? Pop back to Los Angeles, and then, uh, you know, because I've always thought I'd you get gonna on right, you, you, you can ask her straight out. What'll I say, like? Well, do you fancy mm. it when I get to LA or what? Yeah, all oh, right, really? I will. Don't nose it up, mate, will ya, when I it comes to it? I find it difficult not to. Because <laughs> you might nose it up, because at the moment- oh, Well, I'll keep out of it until there's an awkward silence, mm, and, then I'll, and then, I'll, then I'll step in. I've got 100% failure rate with my attempts to use the radio show to chat women. Oh, did you really? Well, Dita Von Tees, I tried that, and it went very badly wrong. I mean, I didn't try and ring her, like last week I was chatting her up on the show but a bit. they probably think it's part of the, part of the act, don't they? They I mean, probably I, do. I mean, I thought, you know, if you, you, get, if you get the Spider-Man gear on and all that, yeah. You know, jumping from bed to bed in, yeah. your, in your mansion in LA, you'd probably, you'd probably get off with them. Yeah, I know. And that's the very next step after, once I've launched the item, using the radio show as a flimsily veiled uh, excuse. And also, perhaps now people will recognise truly that I'm perhaps Britain's kindest man from me helping that woman that drops some shopping in the middle of the road, right? I oh. drive, like, well, check this out. I was driving down the road the other day, as all school songs must begin. Oh, were you being driven down the road? <laughs> I was being driven down the road, yeah, there I can't drive. Yeah. I was sat in the back of a car, and uh, what happened was, I heard my mate Sharon Smith, right, I was driving down the road, and uh, see this woman, right, with a load of spilt shop all over the road, and mm -hmm. I goes, oh, hold on, I'll help that woman out of what can only Stop be described. Stop this car. <laughs> Please, there is a woman in distress, Pull I must over. surely do something. So I got out and like, went over to help her, and I went, oh, are you right, love? And then, like, sort of then noticed, oh, actually, she's quite pretty. Helped her put like the shopping back. Then like, it was a GMTV stunt to prove that people don't give a monkeys and no one helps each other anymore, and they've been there for ages and no one had helped. Oh. And then only old Russ is the, the only person, Did kindest you? man in Britain, old Russ. Was she a proper old lady? No, she was a young woman Did in her mid-twenties. Did you have sex with her afterwards? I'd, listen, there may have been inquiries as to the availability yes. of her midriff. And? Uh, well, actually, no, next week there's <laughs> going to be a new GMTV experiment, <laughs> bringing up a child without maintenance or parental support for its father. Um, yeah, no, actually, like, no, so I just sort of helped her and then I went about my business. That's the way I am now. And is this going to be shown on GMTV then? It's already been on, oh, right, okay. meaning that I'm, I'm housewife choice now, So, it's a, so it did set the world on fire then. <laughs> yes, oh, very much. Did anybody yeah. see it? Can anybody email in if they actually see oh, it? Oh, well, what's this then? Hold up. And I'm showed on. Wait, here we go. Dear everyone on the show, this is from Lauren. I saw you on GMTV on Thursday and I was so happy to see some nice publicity for you. <laughs> Other than about all that MTV stuff and the Jonas Brothers virginity. You were helping a lady sat in the street and I thought it was fantastic. I think more big celebrities need to be as kind and helpful as you. I can't get over it. Lots of love always. <laughs> Lauren. That's one. Hold on. 59 million. Hold on, but here's another one. Dear everyone on the show, this is from Joan. Right. Dear Russell, Matthew, G, Noel, anyone else? After the unpleasantness after your appearance at that award show in the USA, it must be nice, Russell, to have some friendly press in dear old Blight. Pain in the arse, that press, actually, because although there was a bit of a Christian kickoff over in, in uh, America, by and large, everyone thinks old Russ is a dangerous, edgy, sexy <coughs> punk guy. Yeah, but, that's, but that, that's so... MTV is so corporate and that. You should have known... I mean, I'm going to say you should have known better, but... Uh, you can't be surprised at that. They, oh, see, yeah. Americans only like American comedians taking the mickey out of them. When it's, when it's, when it's, you know. Yeah, what well, seems a bit too prop, close to the back. Yeah, proper cultured people like us. <laughs> oh, you know, right. Yeah, no, it's They don't like it. 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 I've noticed mm. that. No, fair point. This week, you've been hailed as a knight in shining armour for helping okay. the lady, not you, dear, yeah. the, the old lady who fell over in the street for, on that GMTV thing. Uh, and, and now your one liner about Bob Geldof from the NME Awards is appearing in the Oxford Dictionary of Humorous Quotations. That was Any, funny, though. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Funny. 
years ago now. <coughs> but did you have you got any uh, humorous quotations in there? Your cut of tea thing. That's the kind of thing that might crop up. I don't know whether that was humorous or not. I was no, just, I was just stating. Glib. A, I was stating a fact. Dangerous. Yes. Dangerous trivialization of a lethal disease. I don't think there'll be anything humorous for me in there. <laughs> Tended not to be treated as humorous. No, not likely. No, I've spent some time with you, and the whole thing's very depressing. Where you will <laughs> feature alongside <laughs> other producers of pithy quips. Look at this. I'm in that dictionary alongside Ned Sherin and Barry Cryer. All right, read them and weep, you Gallagher. Ned who? Uh, Ned Sherin is like some fella from the old days used to produce. That was the week that was sort of oh, b- b- okay. satire. And Barry and Cryer. Like Barry He's Cryer. Brilliant, isn't he? <laughs> 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 now then, come on, that's our heritage, dear. That's part of our heritage that's on part Radio of your Two. Heritage. Fair enough. Your appearance on the GMTV show has converted lots of my mates who up until that point had been heterosexuals. <laughs> no, like, to, to liking me, I presume that means. As previously, they weren't that keen on you, but are impressed with your actual kindness. Love the show. See you at Liverpool Arena in February. I will so be in Block so C, Road so, so, so these people didn't like you until the point that they thought you were a kind person. What people and like that, is and, kindness. And now they've gone, yeah, actually, he is quite funny. Yeah, yeah. Rubbish. <laughs> students. Odd, isn't it? Students. Peculiar business. Students. Bloody students. No. Mm. What can I say? If you want to get in touch with us with your emails, send us some at russell.brand.bbc.co.uk or 88291. So we're going to listen to one of your musical choices, are we, mate? Thanks for coming. They're all my musical choices. No, because I've got Still Ill and Beetle Bum by Blur. Which, which is why... Like, which is why... there to antagonise you. I like Beetle Bum. It's a great tune. Good tune. But, uh, People are not sick of Morris's voice on your radio show. I don't think so, mate. I, well, I, I listen. People well, like it. Take him someone who listens to it mm. most weeks. Yeah, you are. But no, not not well. Yes. <laughs> right. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well, it's nice, isn't it? Listen to them. I, I think that every radio show should have much more Morrissey in it. I've always been a keen yeah, advocate well, of the man. You know, once a week. Well, do you were asked when you come to do this radio show with us, do you require anything? And what did you reply? Well, Nick sent me a text saying, do you need any, do you need any food and drink? And I texted back mm. as a joke, yeah. right? Uh, I'm off the booze because I'm on painkillers, but mm. just get us, uh, yeah. Uh, a big bottle of water, which he's done. There it is. Uh, a variety pack of pot noodle. It's there. Uh, and a copy of Razzle. Right? All those things are And do you know what he done? And do you know what he done? I got here and he's got pot noodles and a porno magazine and a big bottle of Evian water. Razzle. Other, other waters are available. A lovely, lovely bit of pornography there, Razzle. <clears throat> I won't make the mistake that I made as a younger broadcaster. Can I just point out, Sarah, that it was a joke. We don't need any <laughs> Jonas Brothers re- re- recrimination <laughs> when I get back home. No. no. Don't you, uh, Sarah, for God's sake, don't further limit <clears throat> Noel's sex quota. For pity's sake, twice <laughs> a year is already merely mouthed in the orgasm department. I missed one because usually we, we, would, we, would, we would have one on Donovan's birthday. We decided it's going to be three times a year now. Right. I can't because I put my back out and I can't put my Oh, that is a me. pity. I don't know but if I like the, the idea of you celebrating the, the birth of a child by having sex. And it's Sarah's birthday in a couple of weeks, but they all go in the bank and then we'll have one night of just, God, that's going to be it'll a It'll take a, a big 40-minute session. Going to be... <laughs> yeah. Got a year's worth Ah, oh, to be young yes. on that night. May yeah. I just point out, because I've got razzling me out now, that there is a, a section called Dirt Bag. Uh, that's the <laughs> real smut from the razzle sack. Real smut from the razzle sack. That's not None bad. of your fake smut. None of the made-up stuff. None of that rubbish. So, look, here's a, a letter from a person. Although this is the exact mistake that I made to get sacked from XFM as a younger man, in, in addition to bringing uh, some crack-addicted well, homeless people into the studio. Reading out porn Yeah, because I did an item, Homeless James, who was a homeless gent, who I brought into the studio, and his mate Alan, they lived together, they were a homeless team. Uh, and I goes, oh, <laughs> for all your homeless problems, call us now. You know, if you've got homeless problems, these, this is your homeless agony uncle, Homeless James. And then, of course, no one rang, because homeless people don't have radios or telephones. 
phones. Mm. That's what compromised the item. So, to make up for that, I got a copy of the Sunday Sport that was lying about. It goes, oh, I'll just read the problems out of, uh, out of this letters page on this. And this was on Sunday at 12 o'clock in the afternoon, right? Mm. And the problems were all... There was one woman who had been seeing her... her she'd been having an affair with her husband's dad... And he had been receiving right. a certain kind of sex from him, <clears throat> a non-traditional, anti-biblical form of sex. Fisting. Using Fisting. Well, there you are. That's the words of Noel Gallagher there, and I'd apologise for them. Actually, just simple, what would be described in a prostitute's cart in the phone box as A-level. Right. Oh, A-level, okay. right? right? That was what it would be called. And like, and well, I, I don't know how you young people describe it. Back in the day, <laughs> it was what I just said it was. <laughs> Back in the day. Yeah. And like, uh, so I'm, I talked about this quite freely on the, on the show, and, and it turns out that that problem <coughs> was not legitimate, because she was saying she'd been ha having A-level sex with her husband's father, now wanted to reenact that within the confines of her marriage, didn't know how to approach it, read that out, and then when I put on a track on, on the XFM show, uh, the, the head of the radio station called while the track was playing to sack me during the show, using much worse language than anything I'd said, ironically. And did you, and did you like, leave there and then? Yeah, I was out there, left that, just as... Did you not announce that, oh, I've been sacked, I'm getting off and... No, they just had it, they just played records for the rest of the show, and they just left the, the, the studio all smelling of crack and homelessness, which is... <laughs> You know, <laughs> how I like to leave a studio, frankly. Brilliant. Is, it, is it on your resume? Yes, that's there. That's all there. But, you know... So what I meant was CV by that. Okay. I didn't mean to say that American word. Yeah, come on. Mm. So, uh, dirt... I won't be delving into dirt bag. Real smut from the razzle sack. Of course, Mr G, poet laureate of the show, is sat sulkily in the corner room. A man of mystery, a man we can never truly understand, but by God, can he summarise a radio he, show in verse. doing that, that, that uh, thing in the West End? That West End show that he resents. Yeah, He's off the hook with that, thank God, before he started ploughing through the dancers at a rate yeah. of knots. That boy has done more damage to West End dancers than hamstring problems, let me tell he has seen more bedridden dancers than Baryshnikov in his heyday. Well, yeah, he's, he's been spreading love as well. <laughs> Look at him doing cut, cut. No, I believe Mr G's got a girlfriend, so none of what I just said would make right. sense I've got in a those terms. That's right, as long as you brag certainly have. I've got one as well. <laughs> yeah, so there. Squares! <laughs> You're squares! You listen to Russell Brand, the leader of the sexual revolution that's occurring now. Proper one. See, capitalism's collapsed. Good job, I'm ready of a brand new revolution. I told people there'd be a revolution, and what I do goes on the old VMAs, kicked off a little bit. Now they're starting to understand. Old Russ is serious. It's just by increments, make it a bit more heavy each time. Soon I'll give up my big house, I'll live in an island, I'm growing my beard. Oh yeah, and then you get yourself a little bodyguard because you're a little <laughs> frightened afterwards. <laughs> Look! That bodyguard! Oh, who's remembered frightened. <laughs> you summoned the Christian right, mate, for people that believe in forgiveness and aren't willing to pop a cap in your ass. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, but the thing is, you've got to front it out, not like, get, you know, some ex-CIA bodyguard, just in case. He was LAPD, was old, what's his name, Rue or something, and I liked him, he was a damn fine fella. It's nice, you need a bit, you've got bodyguards, who was that to run on the stage then, yeah, well, the after the, well, the, you were shoved last, off? Well, the last I seen nanny. Of, of our two security guards while we were on stage was one of them was playing air guitar and the other one was probably texting his missus going, oh, I'm still beside Paul Willer. <laughs> I'm still Paul Willer. Oh, uh, by Noel's the way, dead. he's in a heap on the floor. <laughs> where's, where's Noel? I'm sure there were more people in this band when we last looked. Really? Where, what were they? They were just texting and silly see, arsing see, around. See, the thing about our security guards is they, 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 you come off stage and they go, what a gig. And it's like, yeah. well, you're not supposed to be in the, you're not supposed to be in re reviewing the gig. <laughs> You're supposed to be watching out for dangerous individuals. Right. You know, so... The, There's a you, lot of them out there, it so, transpires. So, you, so, you, so you've got one of them playing air guitar and another one chatting to Paul Weller about the jam B-sides right. or something. And the next thing is, it's going off on stage. And the, our tour manager had to break up the kerfuffle and he was supposed to be in the back counting the money. Right, the whole operation. It's like the house that Jack built. Absolutely. It's falling apart at the seams, for heaven's yeah. sake. You've mm -hmm. got to keep your eyes peeled. So don't have a go at me. But, but anyway, uh, your bodyguard, what was his name? 
Rue or something. Look, his LE was all right. He was from LAPD. He did he? Did, did he? Did he think heavy what, breather? Why have I been employed mm. to look after this scarecrow? But <laughs> nobody knows who he is. Like, I was going to attack him because you lunatic. The day after that happened, as my agent in America said, uh, you know, oh. you're very famous in this country. Well, everybody yeah, knows who you are, and not everybody likes you. Yeah, but did you get a telegram <laughs> off? Did you get a telegram off the Christian right saying we're coming? Well, it's more like messaging, like you know, the death threats arrive in a variety no, of ways. No, no, no. <laughs> well, how did it actually happen? Like, mostly, I think people go, don't talk about our president like that. And, like, uh, like commander in chief, like that woman. Commander in chief, yeah. like that thing you saw on CNN. Mm. Some people take life a bit too seriously. Oh. You know, and one thing, one of the death threats was particularly good because it wasn't from the Christian right. It was who from. Did a, they, how did they, who did they make this death, who did they call to pile this death threat? Was, do you know what would have been? Matt? <laughs> Matt, Nick, a lot of my good friends. Could you not pass on these death threats? <laughs> oh, Russell, it's been another death threat. <laughs> yeah, just keep them to yourself. Yeah. <laughs> Hang on a minute, can I just get a pen? Hold on, mate. Yeah. He's gonna, he gonna, he gonna do what? Kill him? Stanley, right, yeah. knife. I'll pass open it up on. his nuts. Pass it on, mate. Yeah. Thanks. Oh, Russell's love death threat, mate. Yeah, stop <laughs> passing on the death threats. <laughs> right? Yeah, so Christian death threat. Christian death threats, ideologically hypocritical and uh, paradoxical. Fair enough. But the Jonas Brothers death threats, they're classy. Someone goes, uh, one of them goes, Hey, buddy, you got a lot of Jonas Brothers fans who are mad at your ass. Watch your back. Like, oh, no, another Jonas. Jonas brother fan is on my back. It'd be like blowing a bit of dandruff off your shoulder. Ridiculous. Uh, it really yeah, stresses no. me out that the, the, the psyche of Americans and all that. Well, you can't condemn a whole country. I mean, it's the country no, of Bill no, Hicks no, and Bob no, Dylan no, and Richard Pryor no, and Muhammad no, Ali and all that. No, you know. I know, but the well, you know, if say something so innocuous. I know, it's not like proper, even like, do you know what, that, that, like when me and Matt was writing that, we goes, right, let's write something that is really, really inoffensive and commercial. And the result was, <laughs> different. like, you know, if they knew my true views about, uh, de like, completely Thank deconstructing you. democracy and having sex with everybody, that'd be fine. They better never get Jeremy Clarkson to host the VMAs. <laughs> no, I don't think they should. I don't know. He would properly offend them. Don't let him loose on them, old Clark key. Oh. Oh, we could go right, go through the roof. But I'd noticed there was an article in the LA Times saying that I should host the Oscars. So, I am available <laughs> to did host Did you write Oscars. that article? <laughs> I did write that, yes, with a crayon. Russell Brand should host the Oscars. Yeah. This is a Why Russell Brand? Russell Brand. <laughs> Why Russell Brand? <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, but I will host them Oscars. Uh, Do you reckon? Uh, yeah! Why not? Unless I've gone all madly revolutionary by then and capitalism is already collapsing, so like, well, I'm mobilising But well, don't you think you'd have to water down your shtick so much that it would just be mm, another weird-looking English guy? Mm, yeah, yeah. A weird, a weird, what is it? A man they've never seen coming on oh, to a tune they've, they've never heard. heard. <laughs> <laughs> that was me coming on to rock and roll star at the VMAs as described by Noel Gallagher. That should be in the Oxford Dictionary of Humorous Quotations, I think. It'd be, be a shame if it isn't. Immortalise that one. Now, when I was talking about the guests coming on the show, Katie Perry and uh, Sarah Sue et cetera, et cetera, uh, you, Noel, said, I was promised when Mr. Phelps was coming on the show. Well, when I, when I came in before, actually, you were 20 minutes later, when I came in, I mm. said, right, who's on the show? And they said, Vanessa <laughs> Phelps. And I thought, she lives near me. Right. Yeah, I see her on the ice street every now and again. Lovely. With little furry world. shoes on. She wears furry shoes? Oh, that's something I've seen, she's got furry shoes Like on. your John Lyle, mate. Okay, well, that sounds interesting. So perhaps then, uh, like I can see, our mate Jack is in the other room trying to call out. If you want to email us, do russell.brand at bbc.co.uk or you can text us on 88291. We've got regular items such as gay coming up. Here is one such text message, as I mentioned before. Hello, Russell and Noel. This is an odd evening, but I thought... I disliked you both intensely, however, you're both okay. Perhaps it's the wine. 
Love Rachel. Who passed this on? Is Matt Morgan in that studio? Don't pass on negative things. Their phone numbers there. Give her a belt. I will do. No, it's a drunk person having her opinion of us change. I thought I disliked. Is that the only text message you can find? Someone being vaguely disparaging. I am also by Duty Brown. There will be Sharon Smith is here, my stylist and very dear friend, to provide a review of the West End play Warrels. Uh, we saw it at the Nationals, that's not actually West End, is it? Warrels, proper good play. We'll be doing a review of that later. It's got a big, lovely puppet horse in it. Do you go to the theatre ever, Noel? I've been twice. Yeah, like it, did you, mate? What were you doing? Uh, Selling Maltesers? No, I went to see uh, a play called Stones in Their Pockets once. Oh, yeah, that's like by Seamus Heaney uh, or I went, Oh, Hagen and an Irish type play. I went another time. I can't, no, in fact, no, I've been once. Oh, yeah. You've been to the theatre once. But I actually, you know, like, nobody told me about the interval. Yeah. I didn't know that kind of thing existed. And when the, the, <laughs> the concept the, when, when, of an interval. When the play stopped halfway like through, half time. No, number one, I thought, that's a weird ending. And it's, <laughs> and it's a bit short. Didn't wrap anything and then, up. And then it's like, where's everyone going? They're going to the bar. This is brilliant. I love I this. I love Everybody's the theatre. Yeah. And then you come back in, and of course, the second half, you're just like, I'm not interested in this anymore. Yeah, because you back to the bar. resolved it in your own head at yeah. the, the halfway point. And so then they took us to meet the cast and the land. I had no interest in meeting those people. And <laughs> <laughs> here's, you know, Jimmy plays, and he's just like, it's a Barcelona, whatever. Yeah, great, man. Nice. Brilliant. brilliant. You were brilliant. Here, be a bit more into the theatre. Now, here's a lovely email. Dear Russell and Noel, says Veneera. That's a peculiar mm. identity. I like it. Is that GMT... Had that GMTV woman not been pretty, would you still have stopped to help her, Russell? I'm just wondering. Yes, I would have, because I always helps folks in the street, even say it's an old woman or someone needs help with a bag. Or if a it was an open. old man, would you have... Yeah, I'll help anyone, mate. I'm up for it. I'm like a, an altruist. As soon as something good occurs to you, that is an obligation to do it, right? Say you think, oh, I could help that person. You've got to then do it, because otherwise you're not in tune with higher things in the universe. So, yeah, although, of course, I, I do like... like I don't do stuff like that. You're lovely. I'm not yeah, criticising you. All right, we'll just tell a look of I remember soon. a very nice statement you made about knife crime and people needing heroes or something, and I thought, there he is, he's yeah. still got it, Noel, he can still make a statement. Yeah. So there we go. No one's yeah. criticising you, mate. I saw you on GMTV, says Dave Conway, helping that woman that fell and dropped her shopping. Were you going to help her because you're nice, or was your main goal sex? Dave Conway. As I've just said, altruism, reciprocal altruism, perhaps, the, you know, which sort of makes you think that perhaps you'll get something back. No, I would have done it anyway. I didn't know she was that pretty at a distance. She's not an she wasn't like, wasn't like, oh my god, it's Bo Derek. Do you know what I mean? It was just like a moderately <laughs> attractive woman. Do you know what I mean? I do meet girls. I don't need to tra traipse through the streets of London picking up bleeding oranges, for God's sake, like a scurvy Where, ridden pirate. Was it? Was it, was it? Whereabouts? Chalk Farm Road on my, on my way. I think I was on my way to do your bloody voiceover. So it's a whole day of good deeds, promoting an album. You for got bugger all. You, you got... didn't even book a cab for me, may I say. That's been Did winding get... me up ever since I booked my own cab. Mind you, you walk here to this radio show. Well, you must have got paid for the voiceover. No. No, we didn't ask for money Come for a on. thing like that after all you've done for us. No, I wouldn't accept the money. Go we may have said make a donation to the <laughs> Russell <laughs> Branch <laughs> Hot Tub yeah, Charity. Yeah, buy a few tickets for the London gig. <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, you couldn't get them for love nor money. And love's the main currency we accept now after this spiritual sexy revolution. <laughs> Dear Russell, no, gee, are the rumours true that the new owners of uh, Man City are asking Oasis to recall Blue Moon for the relaunch of the Middle Easterns? Cheers. Quinny, is that true? Noel Gallagher. The clue... 
Is in the fact mm -hmm. that it's in one of the newspapers. Right, so... It Probably hazard a guess that it's not true. Rhubarb, it's rhubarb. Yeah, well, I've not been asked anyway, but if they do... You're up for it, aren't you? Well, they're throwing money around like nobody's business, As soon they? as they come in, you thought, hello, you can right. line your pockets. That's all you've been thinking, isn't it? So oh, ever I'll since you see a fella I'll... in an headdress, yep. all you've thought about is... Any... Oh, uh, yeah, well, I'll take anybody's money. I know, I've noticed the way you knock out these albums. This one here, which we've... Li I don't... But it's quite, it's quite they've asked us to do, um football songs before, it's quite difficult to write a football song. Well, yes, it is, isn't it? Because I thought I was talking... You know, the kind of certain things you have to kind of put in, that's sort of words. It's got to be made into a chant. Yeah. It's got, if it won't work on the terraces, they're like, I once tried and failed to turn Billy Joel's song, Uptown Girl, into oh, Upton yeah, 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 Park, yeah. with the yeah, Amazon yeah. from Upton Park. No, I still no, think it could yeah, work, yeah. but all, every so often... It's, it's gay. It's too yeah. gay. <laughs> it is just too and gay. West, Westlife done it. Oh, what an idiot. What was I thinking? As if you could turn a Westlife song... Well, you obviously weren't thinking, were you? No, no, I was very foolish. At Upton Park every so often, someone would go, Oi, Russell! Upton Park with the Emmers! <laughs> followed by a plastic cup being hurled at me. Good, it was a good chant, though. It's a good chant. Well, it good, and what about the world? That bit, but, you know, I've got to let it go. I'm <laughs> over it now. It's silly, really. Greetings, Russell. No, no. Uh, how are you, says Tez. How are you uh, when Phil... Uh, what's this? Oh, how are you here when Phil Collins put you and your brother into room 101 last yeah. night? What, he put Oasis into room 101? Yeah, or just the Gallagher's? Wait, wait, it must have been... Must have been a it must have been repeat. a repeat, you don't know. Well, what grounds? That he just didn't like us. Uh, no, he said, what did he say? He said, they think, mm. they think they're brilliant or something, or they think, or they think they're the greatest thing since, or they think they're the greatest songwriter since the Beatles or something. Mm. Which, just so another the thing day is, in paradise, you know, well, I'd like to say. I, I, just I, another I, chuffing I would, day. I would say to Phil, you know, I, I do think I'm the greatest songwriter in the world ever. I've got a mm. fair assumption that I'm probably not. Right. But I think I am. It's good to think that. Yeah, of course it is. We, we are very good at yeah. writing songs. Well, Phil, like but, but Phil, Phil, you know, Phil, I've been, me and Phil have had, me and Phil have had uh, <laughs> yeah, some verbal tennis down the years. <laughs> have you? Verbal tennis? I think I might have called him the Antichrist very early in my career. You came in strong. He, he never recovered from that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, once you've dubbed someone and it, and the Antichrist. I, and I also think it's when he, when he said that during the 1997 election that, that, that if Labour got in, he would leave the country. And, yeah. I, and I said, well, that, was, that would be the only... Uh, that would be the only chief benefit. But absolutely, it would be like the benefit of voting Labour would be that. I'd vote know, for the Nazis uh, to get Phil Collins <laughs> out of the country. <laughs> we are going to kill anybody who's not blonde. <laughs> Phil Collins, well, I'm leaving. Yeah, yeah. Fair enough. Okay. Yes. Where do we sign? How do we build these camps? I don't know. Dear old Phil. Here, look, here's something. It's from Philip Proudfoot. I love the name Proudfoot. Yeah, it's a good name, isn't it? It's brilliant. <laughs> I was pleased to hear you talking about Foucault and his history of sexuality. As a student of social anthropology, I'm in concord accordance with you in regards to the Jonas Brothers. By publicly declaring their rejection of sexual promiscuity, they are nonetheless bringing sexuality to the very essence of their being. It's perfectly acceptable for this, to, uh, but then to garner, garner comment and criticism because they themselves have brought it into the public sphere by s sporting semiotic markers which reflect their sexual ideology is hypocritical. It's a marketing. Philip it's, a mar it's a marketing. Marketing, marketing device. Yeah, but it does it make you think about sex. They're not having sex. They're not having sex. They're not having sex. 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 Mm -hmm. Right? Because all you think about. And when you see them rings on their fingers, you think, where are they not putting them? fingers, you know, that's what it makes you think about. Naughty little boys, all well, of I, when I think of them, I just think mm. rubbish tunes is what but, I uh, Well, think. it's actually mad, because even I like... I nearly sort of, swore they're, then. They're probably alright, them Jonas, but I'm not having a go, because like, young kids like them, and that's good, it's not for us. I My don't daughter likes them, she's eight years old, I need right, to say, you say anymore. Nice, your little daughter likes them, that's fair enough, right? Mm. But I have that hosted an award show that they were in, and I still haven't heard their music, 
Right, that's that's what I somehow didn't manage to it didn't manage to the products of the Disney Channel. Mind you, right. you, you mind you, I am in yeah, a Disney yeah, film, yeah. so let's certainly not criticise the good old Disney <laughs> thing channel and filming that. Yeah. So uh, anyway, we've gone from Michel Foucault to Disney. There Who's, was that real it was Fou- Foucault. Foucault, it's good, isn't it? He's a philosopher, and apparently, according to old Proudfoot, who wrote this email, Foucault was well into bondage. Cheeky old Foucault, you've undermined all your beliefs by being in the bondage, you perv. <laughs> so <laughs> there he goes. Russ in vogue. Russell Brand will be in the pages of Men's Vogue, October 2008 issue. You, you can read the article as well. Sarah bought the other day. You were in. Uh... I know. What was so it? M- one we I... just waved a handkerchief to make a point. Well, then, though. Was it? It's is the it? Gayest it's either. It's either. Cosmopolitan what RL. What, what are those women's magazines? What is that woman's magazine? No. Oh, would you like a pinch of snuff? <laughs> what have you become? <laughs> oh, I do declare. You were in, you were in one. Look, uh, what woman's magazine? One of the three. magazines. They're out, and your name's on the cover. I'm drawn to it. Right. Thank you. Yeah. A lot of people are. Yeah. That's you know, we're getting a nice sexy the revolution. Fact that Sarah together. said, "Oh, Russell's in this magazine." I said, "What's he harping on about? Birds." That's the line. So mate, you two should do a royal family style sitcom if that's the kind of chipped, clipped conversations you're having. Talk about the thing that was in the paper last week. Oh, our sitcom. Yeah, our sitcom. That we're definitely going to do. How that came about, there was a, there was a journalist who was saying to me at the mm-hmm. end of this interview, saying, if uh, if uh, Oasis ended tomorrow, yeah. what would you do for, for a living? And I was like, oh, nothing. He said, no, you can't say nothing. Can't say and then it went on for about a minute. He's going, you can't say nothing. If and you I, do, it means your mum will be in an accident. <laughs> <laughs> but I'd been out with you the night before, yeah. and you were going in about script writing. And for a laugh, I just said, oh, I'd just write a script with Russell Brand. And then he let me go then. And then the next thing, it gets picked up, and it's like me and you are writing some, uh, some sitcom about uh, a, di- a disapproving old, old <laughs> rock star and uh, some sex-mad comedian. And we both live in a... It's a brilliant idea. Might work, actually. Right, Disapproving rock star and, uh, and, uh, sex, and sex addict, young comic. Uh, yeah, young comic. Could work, this sort of a step oh, well, yeah, 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 style yeah, thing. Got, yeah. Oh, we can work that out. Yeah, we can work all the people, all the ca- characters from this show. G, obviously, Matt Morgan. We can all we need, if we get, all we need is a title and mm. we're, we're away. The, first, the pilot will write itself. Okay. Well, mm, roll with it, doll with it. Or we'll think of something no, based around no, the pun around be serious. No, 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 that'd be rubbish. It could be serious. All right, all right. Well, if you can think of a title for a sitcom starring me and Noel Gallagher. Why not? Email us at russell.brand at bbc.co.uk. Harper's Harper's Bazaar. Sarah's texting. That was Harper's Bazaar. Bazaar. Hey, that's good, that. Well, it was. That journalist came around my house. Indian Night, she's called. Proper journalist. Did you have sex with her? I was going to because she had a big boob things going up near the top of her head. Like, she had big boobs and I was thinking, whoa, this interview's going... Yeah, they were, mate. And I was thinking... And she was sort of, you know, she was maternal. It would have been one of them ones where it's sort of like a sort of a nice nourishing cuddle. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I thought, oh, (laughs) while I was I was eating my dinner and I was looking at her thinking, well, I might as well just, you know, and then, but then I thought, don't, because she's got to write this article and what if you sort of, you know, unless you're prepared to put in a proper performance, don't nose up this Harper's Bizarre article. Just so you didn't? No, I just sort of left it. Once in a while, uh, you know, did I you, will... did, did you tell her you were thinking of it and that you were gonna, and that you were gonna throw her back? I suggested it with neuro-linguistic programming. What I did is I just like, through like, occasionally sort of, you sort of lace the conversation with words like, you know, sort of say, well, you know, uh, sort of, uh, between the thighs of the argument, right, the right. gusset of an yeah, idea. Saying lick and it, sock yeah. and all that <laughs> right, kind of thing. Yeah, that's it, that kind of thing. Your ones were better. I've heard you saying that to Sarah. Mm, well, no. 
that's just oh, oh Vanessa Feltz is on the line. <laughs> no, no Vanessa Feltz. We can't get through. Right, so we're trying to appease Noel Gallagher by getting Vanessa Feltz on the phone, no, no, and she no, will no, not no, do no, it. No, 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 no. Katie, Pe- oh my word, Katie Perry, the a young lady who has made lesbianism all the more fashionable. She's daughter of Fred. I don't know if she is a daughter of a mod icon and tennis player Fred Perry. That's just one of the things we can find out when we interview the inordinately attractive Katie Perry. Hello, Katie. Are you there, dear? What is the word inordinarily? Inordinately, it just means sort of is disproportionately. That, is that a compliment or, a da- or, or an offensive thing? It's neither. It's, it's, in, it's inoffensive. Part of the English language. Part of the English language, Katie. It means it's beyond <laughs> logic and rationale, like a lot of your sexy appeal. Like you cut through the conscious mind like a hot knife through the butter of my soul. Now, Katie. Of your thigh or your soul? Soul. Soul or thigh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I'm happy to be that then. <laughs> I like you, Katie. I find you attractive. Uh, let's talk uh, about my dear friend Noel Gallagher of Oasis through what happened when we met. You start. Go on. What happened when we done that? We did a bit of filming for my forthcoming film, Get Into the Greek, produced by Judd Apatow. Remember we done that thing? Tell, tell us about uh, it. No, I, I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, all right, I'll do it then. <laughs> she done a little. Ca- Katy Perry done a little cameo right in the film. And there was a bit right. So we we, we were pretending to be a couple because I play a rock star in the film, as okay. you know, Noel from the first yes, part, yes, Sarah yes, Marshall. Yes, yes. There's a bit we're on a balcony and there's like meant to be paparazzi taking photographs and we sort of come out and I'm meant to wee over the edge of the balcony and be all rock and roll cliche sort of stuff that you did for a decade right and then and then what happened was right we, we sort of snogged on the balcony but there was a bit Katie that I'd like to bring up where the shutters of the balcony were closed and me and Katie were alone on this sort of on the Paramount lot in this room and I goes okay so we'll do this uh, we'll do this thing then Katie and uh, I goes well I suppose we'll just go out there and snog and I sort of like moved in towards her she moved in towards me we kissed there was no one there we were just alone in a room kissing it wasn't even part of a film Katie how do you justify a thing like that I don't, I don't, wow. I don't, I don't, I don't, you said that there was a behind the scenes uh, a crew yeah well I say a lot of things Katie <laughs> <laughs> oh, I know I can smell you from a mile away. That's your the pheromones. Type. Yeah. <laughs> You're probably pregnant by now. It smells my like dear. stale cheese, I doesn't it? Actually, kissing I... does lead to having Russell Brand's children. You can quote me on that. Thank you very much. I'm sure we will do. Ah, oh, Katie, Katie, Katie. Where are you, love? I'm um, actually in Chantilly. It's in the countryside of Paris right now. What are you wow. doing? We're yeah. up to in Chantilly. I have a couple of days off, which is really nice. Just relaxing. Yes. You just got relaxing. You got a fella, have you? Got a Do fella, I have a, what? a fella, a boyfriend, a bloke in your life. Oh yeah, he's actually here, but he's um, two, three stories down, so it's okay if I just talk. Oh, nice and safe. Three stories <laughs> down. <laughs> oh, no creaky floorboards. I'm a secret <laughs> lemonade drinker. <laughs> okay, so hey, Katy Perry, let's interview you in what can only describe as a professional fashion. What's all this? I kiss. Like, do you get off with girls then? Oh, that Do means I kiss. get off with girls? Then? Yeah. I mean, I think that, you know, of course, if there's a beautiful woman that mm. presents herself to me, you have to take advantage of the situation. Right. Like room service. You mean like room service? Like room service. If it's <laughs> there, you will service. use it. Fair enough. Yeah, good mm. point, good point. So what, with your boyfriend, do you like, do threesomes where you get off with other girls? And him. No, I've actually never had a threesome. Because I don't think that, well. I don't think that it's necessarily about that. I mm. think that, uh, of course, it's just about... 
You know, you know when like a beautiful girl, like a Natalie Portman type situation, walks into the room and she's yep. almost so angelic and beyond like words. Yeah. Something you've ever seen. She's like a butterfly, and you kind of look her up and down. You're like, where did you come from? Yeah, I know that's the beauty, kind of, transcendental kind of beauty that surpasses all like sexual orientation. I get it, right? So aesthetics. There's a point where aesthetics goes beyond gender preference because it's just sublime beauty, a beauty that connects to the universe. Now that's what I'm talking about with my sexual revolution. Where we can use sex to free people from the shackles of the self because like in the moment yes. of orgasm you feel connected to the universe absolute sexual I, I liberty completely. yeah I know. And i'm also scared don't be afraid katie perry that your fear is just a step on your journey to being pregnant with a very handsome little baby from england oh, huge ass hair. <laughs> oh yes 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 but they don't have that at birth that grows later in life that stuff you won't have to give birth to a weave it won't, be, it won't be like a wedding cake of follicles. It'll just be a pretty regular baby. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean about that sort of transcendental beauty. When you said, like, the kind of beauty of a butterfly, Noel Gallagher muttered to himself, or a caterpillar, like that. Like <laughs> no, you were saying, where does it... Okay. Boys. I, I know. You rambunctious boys over there. Oh, quite rambunctious. It's only an hour flight. I will come over there. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. He should have said the word. That's the kind of friend... Hey! He said the word. He said two words. Yeah, she, she said it. It's all out there. Yeah. Katie, uh, remember them VMAs, what we done? What did you think about that? I noticed that there was a bit where you were doing uh, Like a Virgin and you said instead Like a Jonas. Did this cause you to get any kind of Christian-style death threats? <laughs> um, it probably caused as much controversy as a chapstick on your dick. I Which mean, is, apologise for Katie's language I think there. It was okay. That's one of my jokes, I believe. Yeah. Yes. Good I on liked that. it very much. Yeah, I, I cool. felt like I was a part of, like, pop history. You, well, no, at the moment you're a part of the pop future, madam, and, like, you know, cling to that because I think you've got a lot to offer us. You're a delightful and very, Thank very you. talented young woman. But you're quite serious about your relationship because actually this is a, a, an item that I like to call flimsily veiled excuse to chat up a woman by getting her on the radio show, and you're in the middle of that now. <laughs> so you've got Oh, boyfriend. Is this a, is this a, uh, is this a flirtation, a flirtatious kind of, uh, yeah. would you like to... <laughs> yes. Yeah, I would actually. I wouldn't say no. <laughs> in the of words course. of Morrissey. So, you know, <laughs> if, if your relationship ever does uh, break down, which it will, that's the nature of life, Eventually. right? Everything's transient. I have you on speed dial, don't worry. Good, good, good. Yeah, because you can't muck about. Yeah, two years, we'll give it. Yeah, that, that'll do. That'll be more than Thousands of other women that have you on. Just hundreds, just well. hundreds. Not hundreds of thousands, just hundreds. <laughs> 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 thousands. Don't diminish this lovely young woman. Is there anything you want to uh, promote, Katie, other than the idea of casual lesbian encounters? Um, I would like to promote Russell Brand to host. The Oscars, dare we? I've already been offered that lovely job, and frankly, much as I enjoyed it, no, who knows? But I think the Oscars would be a, a lovely challenge. I think the Oscars would be amazing. Wouldn't that be a lovely? Oh, for all of us, what a day People out! Would be more, totally more likely upset, to be the. And that would be fantastic. People will not be upset. They would have the Oscar ceremony of their lives. It will cheer people <laughs> up. Would. During this time of economic crisis, what you need is to take a few risks. That's my words. Okay. I mean, everybody's pretty low, you know, everybody's pretty sad about their retirement funds, so, yeah. you know, you could brighten their, uh, mood. He was. Yeah, people have got, because, Noel, I don't know if you've looked out your window, mate, but the bleeding world economy's just collapsed. Everyone's right. broke. I'm all right. No, of course you are. Washington Mutual, don't worry. You're part of the problem, Gallagher. For God's sakes. And you, Perry, you'll probably make it through, hey, wouldn't you? look, I'm going to be paid.
trade in pounds or euros from now on. That's the spirit. The dollars have trumped up lot of old nonsense. Put that in your pipe and smoke <laughs> it. It's not worth a bean! <laughs> uh, not to mention the uh, global power shift that will result in China becoming the world's most powerful nation any day now. And I've got this message if you are China. Get out of Tibet and let people do Falun Gong when they wanna. Have you seen that outside the Chinese embassy over here, Noel? People, yeah, yeah, well, how can, you, how can you miss it? There's people outside the Chinese embassy, Katy Perry and all our listeners, that uh, want to do Falun Gong. Now, I don't know what it is, but uh, China don't let you do it's a, it. It's a fella. Falun Gong. It's a man. He's some sort of bloke. Let him do Falun yeah. Gong. Well, he's old up him. somewhere in <laughs> Beijing. Let him give him a chance for uh, pity's sake, China, and get right out of Tibet because we won't get behind you. You know the mantle of global power. Being passed to the Chinese. I had no idea you were so political. That's Pretty political. Crazy. A lot of people are calling me the new Jesus. <laughs> 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 there we go. Uh, well, yes, I can't wait for the modern crucifixion. It's going to be a lot of Jesus. fun. It's brilliant. Here I do about one a week. Yeah. I get crucified about once a month. It's in the air. I don't even bother now. I just leave the nails in. Just slam myself up. Right. You of your own Google blog alerts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, oh God, I can't even look at these anymore. <laughs> What's the point of being Google? It's just a, it's an incredible downer. Katie, is there anything you want from us or want to ask of me or Noel before we go on with our radio programme that we're doing live in London on BBC Radio 2? Is there anything you need to know, <laughs> my love? I just want to say thank you. I'm very happy to be in the presence of two fine, good-looking mm. young men. Thank well, you very much. Nice well, of you yeah. too. I'm not so young, but I agree with the first bit. Yeah. You should have seen Noel. He's all flushed. He's all blushing now. He hasn't done one of his shirt buttons at that. Oh, I've never seen him like that. <laughs> Dabbing himself with his neckerchief. <laughs> Katie Perry, you have charmed us. You have charmed a nation. You have charmed the world with your accessible sexiness. You're wonderful. Uh, thanks very much for coming on our show, Katie Perry. Goodbye. Thank Enjoy you so France, much, you lovely girl. Call me. Oh, I will. I'll be in touch, dear. There we go. See, there goes Two old Katie Perry. Moment, yeah. See, look at that, eh? She's mm. turned round. I thought it was the. I thought that was the comedian woman. What one? The one you said that was going to be on the show. Oh, Sarah Silverman. No, we'll see, we'll see if we can get I two for know. two over the course mm. of the show. Okay, we've got the news that's coming the girl, up. That's, she's a pop star, right? That girl's a pop star, yeah. I kissed a girl and I liked it. I don't it. know the tune, but I know the name. <laughs> I do. I, well, well that's, that's it. A lot of people are very into it, mate. She's very, you know, she's very popular with mm. the, the older young people, the kids and that. So she'd been number one over here. <laughs> Has she really? Like. She'd been wow. number one in our country, England. she? Oh, Britain. Nice. Like right. a star. Well done, Katy Perry. That was number one pop star. Katy Perry on the show. Later on, we've got some fantastic music. I am the Walrus by a little skiffle group you may have heard of. Beetle Bum by Blur. They're coming up. Gone, gone, gone. Uh, that, what, Robert Plant? Is that that thing? That, who's that other girl that does that thing with Robert Plant? Don't put that on. Why not? Because no one's ever heard of it. Oh, I'm so sorry for being oh, a bit esoteric on you, the wireless. He, he uh, mm. promised me that I could pick the music. Did he? I'll walk. Nick, you've been making pledges. If you provided him with no gallery sat there with more pot noodles than he's healthy. He pees me with pot noodles and porn. <laughs> Takes the, a lot more than I that. I want the tunes. He's man. got an Ivan Novello back yes. at his house on the mantelpiece. Hmm. Okay, right, well, fair enough. Hey, look at this. There's a woman here called Liz Thomas. She's called her Kitten Russell Brand. He's living up to his namesake. You cannot watch TV or read a book or even listen to your iPod if he's in the mood for strokes and cuddles. If you try or climb up and sit in front of your face, well, he'll have to pro progress from there. He will sit on your book and he's even pulled the headphones out of my ear, this kitten called Russell Brand. He likes the other cats and has licked their bottoms. <laughs> well, again, you know. <laughs> Very accurate. Well named. There was a time, of course, when you, Noel Gallagher, claimed to be a, some sort of 
pet naming. No, no, no. You, you, no, no. You got the wrong end of the stick. You, Did I? You, you thought it was a trick that I'd done that I would I could guess pets' names. Yeah. And what what, what I actually, was it? What I actually said was I would provide a service for people who are having trouble naming <laughs> their pets. Well, did you think that's a real problem in the world, Noel? Because let me tell you, there's a there's a big I'm bloody great load of wars on everywhere. The stock market's collapsed, and you're thinking, you know, people are having trouble. And is that more important than stupidly named pets? <laughs> in a way, no, it isn't. If you see a dog called, if you see a dog called Sparkle, you just go, that's not, that ain't a sparkle. <laughs> that's that's a, better than any of the other names you've come up with. What about that caterpillar called Legs or something? You said that is a banjo. Banjo. Yeah. Sitcom names. This one's from Sam. Dear Russell, I have a name for your new sitcom starring Noel and yourself, as reported in a newspaper as a uh, result of Noel saying that thing in an interview. I think it should be called Hanky Pank and the Mad Mank. Yours from Sam. I'd presumably be Hanky Pank. You'd be the Mad Mank. We're the original odd couple. What do you think about that, Noel? Ridiculous. Not <laughs> past the Noel Gallagher test. Here's another suggestion here. Hello, radio show. Well done, Dorothy. You've addressed the whole entity with no need for breaking it down into numerous <laughs> particles. <laughs> I'm sure you and Gallagher's television show should be called sorry, Rising. Sorry, my, and Gallagher's. Yeah, let's put my name first because I'm probably Mr. More or more. Noel Gallagher mm. would do, not okay. just Gallagher. Mr. Gallagher, Mr. I'm Gallagher. not like Morrissey. Oh. Mm. In many ways, you are not, as he is a fine, fine man. <laughs> I'm sure you and Mr. Gallagher's television show could be called Rising Dump. Brand is a finicky landlord that sabotages all the pumps in his flat so that all the human waste is rerouted to Gallagher's upstairs flat. This gives Brand six episodes worth of excuses to cozy up to Noel Gallagher and eventually bum his head off. This bumming should really be in the last episode, otherwise you'll have nowhere to go. Lots of love, Dorothy. Brilliant respect for structure there. That's more, it's more Channel 5 gear, that one, isn't it? Very, yeah, that's slowbrow. Yeah. I mean, anything that's heading towards a bumming and isn't me in the back of a cab in a woolly hat seems to me <laughs> <laughs> like no sort of premise for a situation comedy. Yeah, what an idiot. Oh, yeah, this looks good. <laughs> Ian from Heart for Char. Russell and Noel. Title for sitcom is Lucan for Tea with Unicorn Milk. This is because it relates to impossible things. Lucan is missing and unicorns don't exist. You can have the title, I wouldn't mind a Les Paul guitar as an exchange, says Ian, with one of them Ian's with too many eyes. How about the name. short shrift? Short shrift for you, Ian! <laughs> you big load of eyes in your Ian name. <laughs> Why <laughs> <laughs> so many eyes? He's got mental. He's got mental. Uh oh, he's kicking off. Here. Rush coming on. Rush coming on. Okay, so here we go. Look at this email. Hi, Russell says. Kim and Neil Bowden uh, in unison. I saw you. Even though it's from Kim and Neil, it still says I saw you. They're like one entity. They're like that thing in Bill and Ted's bogus adventure. It splits in two. It goes back together again. It self subdivides. I saw you at War Horse causing a commotion with all the younger girls in the audience. Wasn't it great? Did you enjoy it? Did you cry at the end? Love the show. Kim and Neil Bowden with their phone number. Yes, I did see War Horse. A very brilliant play at the National Theatre. Excellent. And unlike Noel Gallagher, professional philistine had i been offered the opportunity to meet the cast i'd have saluted them warmly what's while standing there with an erection what's it about some sort of horse what a lad gets in down in devon or something like that it's like about it's about the effects of the first world war on agricultural britain like that song by rolf harris what uh, mm, yeah a bit i suppose the two little boys two little toys so it's an adaption of that song by <laughs> well, rolf harris you've been a little reductive there no it's so not an adaptation really, i don't really have to sit through two hours of pretentious twaddle i can just <laughs> listen to that song by rolf harris you and pretty much get the picture do what you want margaret thatcher's favorite ever song that you know the two little boys with yeah, two little toys is thatcher's favorite song yeah. 
And this is before the Alzheimer's kicked in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Still, Jesus Christ. Yeah, God knows she is it. actually demented, don't she? Brilliant. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know. <laughs> Noel Gallagher there, laughing at <laughs> Margaret Thatcher's downfall. But in a way, she did destroy the working class and the unions. She so did. there we go. And uh, it's, it's, you're welcome, Margaret. <laughs> <laughs> there we are. See, Noel Gallagher there. We expressed Yeah, so anyway, two little boys pretty much says it all around in three and a half. No, minutes. mate. It's a bit like Kez, but with an horse. You know, Kez. I know Kez. Oh, yeah. Hold on, Sharon. Go and join him. Come over. Have you got a vested interest in this play? Because yeah, she's, she's very keen. Go on, Sharon. You're talking to that one. Let me use that mic. You've going. Oh, you've got to review it. Review it. Review it. Review it. Matt would do the cultural review if he was here, but he wouldn't do it on this sort of thing. It'd be on some. Well, you can do the review better than I can because you're more wordy than I am. That's not necessarily true. But it is a brilliant play, and the puppetry is amazing, and even you would like it. Oh, hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. Hang on a minute. It's like the Muppets. Yeah. It's like a First World War. Sesame Street. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't say there was puppets in it. There are puppets, there mate. Are They're puppets brilliant. It. It starts right. at, it's amazing. You were mesmerised by the duck. Actually. There was a goose. It was a goose. I've never seen you look at anything so lovingly. Is that duck? It's like you know when they measure out things with a wheel in your playground when you're at school. Like a wheel. a wheel. There's a wheel on a stick and a you're wheel. at school. A wheel. Yeah, a wheel. wheel. Right, because a wheel is something that you write <laughs> just <laughs> before you die. I wish you'd write one now. It's <laughs> hurting my bloody feelings. A wheel. <laughs> There's a wheel in the playground. They push it around. A wheel. It's a wheel. Wheel. A wheel. <laughs> you can talk barely. So there's a, a wheel. A wheel, <laughs> and like there's a goose at the like goose instead of the wheel. Is that a goose? Or is that some cockney? Is that uh, some cockney thing? Don't let him keep interrupting. Mm. Sorry, anyway, there's a goose okay. attached to this Why wheel, and um, it's love weird, you. isn't it? The dog. <laughs> 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 yeah, go on. Talk about the goose, Sharon. Go yeah, on. but the goose is amazing, and like it's attached to the wheel, isn't it? Anyway? Yeah, very much. Very much a goose. That if it, so there it is, Warhorse. A goose attached to a wheel. Not a brilliant poem about the tragedy of the First World War and the effects that had on agricultural Britain and the way people's lives were torn asunder and the way the working class was thrown into the scythe of machine gun fire just so that colonial wars could be fought. Oh no, it's about a goose on a bloody wheel. They were dragged in by the toffs, the working class. They That's it. They, were, they, weren't, they, they, didn't go, they weren't thrown in. They were, they were dragged in. Lions led by me. Donkeys. <laughs> was. It's actually donkeys. The quote I'm being incredibly <laughs> clever. <laughs> so uh, uh, the uh, yeah, if you want to go and see War, all do. But I think it's selling like hotcakes. So I recommend everyone should go and see because it's actually a really good story, isn't it? It's a brilliant, brilliant story, and you never ever, ever get bored. And the puppets, like it, actually, puppetry no? is amazing. Too the horse is amazing. I've got all the characteristics of horses down to a T. All the like name, the winning, and it's amazing. I do really like that song. No. Yes. Stop ruining everyone's <laughs> lives, Stop. right? That, that, as a matter of fact, right? Once, uh, apparently, at Anfield, uh, like there was a police horse, right? There was, there was police, like cavalry, going around the stadium. One of them fell off his horse, and another copper helped that policeman onto his horse, and the whole of the cop launched into two. Did you think I'd leave you lying there? Imagine that. Oh, football! When Is there any sport when like was this? it? Fifteen ninety-two. I don't know when things happen, mate. I just know that they happen the and that they right, affect so they, me. So they were cavalry charging round the. the on the cop. There was just police horses. You've been to football. Things like that happen. Not anymore. Well, I don't know what goes on. Dear Russell Nolan G says Abby. Well done. Katy Perry's boyfriend is called Travis or something, and he's lead singer of Gym Class Heroes. He looks a bit scary to me. Oh. I'd like to take this opportunity to announce <laughs> that I am not interested in Katie Perry. Gym class heroes? They can't be good at fighting, can rubbish, they? Rubbish, rubbish, rubbish. Right, fair it's enough. Anybody that's called Travis. <laughs> Travis <laughs> from gym class heroes. Unless it's Travis Bickle from Taxi Driver on a mad killing spree. He was, yeah, he had a gun though. It wasn't hard. It wasn't hard. Anyone's oh, hard with yeah. a gun. Anyone could just be weird with a gun and say, you, you talking to me or whatever. Talking says, to me, yeah, talking yeah, to I me. Can, there can, ain't nobody else that. here. Yeah, you'd be, be frightened, wouldn't you? I would be. I'm yeah. a bit scared just because you sat there with roll a couple up, of pot noodles. Roll up 
his sleeve and uh, uh, challenged him to an arm wrestle. See how hard mm. he is then. Yes, Travis. Travis. I will wrestle you for Katie's heart. What is, it? is it that guy that used to be in Blink-182? No, mate, and he's been involved in a very tragic air uh, crash, actually. Oh, so, yeah, That's yeah. Right. I was uh, in a car crash three years ago, and only bothered about that, though, did they? Well, no, no, because you were not beloved of a nation. You were always a bit of a nuisance. Uh, well. A tyke that we tolerate in this country, frankly. But, yeah, that was terrible, that Travis and a, a bloke who I know called uh, DJ AM, who'd done the music at the uh, VMA Awards. They got caught, you know, a terrible, like, sort of Learjet crash, and uh, four people died. It's like an awful, awful Oh, really? Caper. Wow. Yeah, terrible wow, business. Let's change the subject before we say something. Yeah, so people don't get. Just wish them well and people endless love. Endless love in those people will move swiftly on. Taken the wrong way. Ah, oh, here we go. Let's go back to our sitcom names. And this is from Dean George. <laughs> he thinks it should be called our sitcom. A sitcom starring Noel Gallagher and Russell Brand. Wrinkly and Winky. Nice. You're wrinkly. I'm winky. Yeah, really we, we, and they've got not provided a plot. Ah, right, so here, someone's moved on back to Noel's presumed talent as a, a pet namer. <laughs> this is someone calling himself Serenity. What, uh, oh, yeah. does Noel provide names for cats? I could never come up with a good one, and I think this would be a useful service. Here you are, Noel. Someone in agreement with your preposterous and unnecessary scheme to name pets when people... I've never met anyone go, oh, I don't know what to name my pet, ever. Have you? When does this happen? What has made you... Because there's not a service out there. Right, right. They've got to, you know, sparkle. Well, so you have to create the market. Hey, build and they will come. Build it and they will come. Mm. Alright, maybe you're right. If you are a person, right, and you have got a pet and you're just, you can't you're name the pet... You're struggling, you're struggling, you're struggling, you're struggling. You're struggling. What will I call it? You're looking at it. Shall I call it Sparkle? Seems to be what Noel presumes will happen. Then, and you get Noel Gallagher, he will, is there a price? You said 15 quid. 15 quid. Noel Gallagher will name your pet for 15 quid. He needs a photo of it. That's all you need, isn't it, mate? Yep. So email us, russell.brand at bbc.co.uk. If you genuinely have a pet that you need named, send a photo of it here. And uh, it will na Noel will name it. I don't claim to have this ability. Hey, there, Russell. Well, can I just point out, make these colour photographs. I don't do black and white. He doesn't do black. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know. Yeah, fair enough. You yeah. need the colour. That and informs a full, you. And a full length so we can see. You dirty pervert. What do we, we see? Well, we can just, see you know, let the dog see the rabbit. Do? Like, Look you know, at a dog's vagina. Like a picture of a horse's eye. Pictures? What do you want to do? Peer up a dog's a-hole? Is that what you want? I want to see the full. What do you want? I want to see what I'm naming. Do you want to see a dog in a bra? What if it's a three-legged dog and they don't, they don't, you know, they've only and what are you the calling a three-legged dog if such a photo does get sent in? What wobbly? Wobbly! Already, you can see that yeah. in the park. Wait, Annette, you know, you have that for free. Whoever's got three-legged dog. That's that that if you are for all those listeners out there that couldn't save, name your three-legged dog, Noel Gallagher is yourself. here for, to entertain you. Save yourself fifteen quid. Fifteen there. quid you've saved. You can spend that on the crack that you obviously need to get you through the day. Crack's bad. Yep. Hey there, Russell and Noel says Siren. Call your sitcom Fusspot Farm in a <laughs> in a tribute. See, to, that's, that's all right. That is a good. Name. That's, That's what good, Matt yeah. calls my house because there's so many silly fuss pots around me. Because mm. I've fuss pot farm around there. All women. You're right. What do you want to wear? What do you want to take to eat? Do you it's want a cup that. of tea? Do, all you, all you have to good. do is, on the night of um, Comet Relief, mm. just do a quick 10 minute shot. What? On the take off. Right, we do it. Oh, comic relief. All right, we'll do that. Oh, no, 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 no. Hang on a minute. Can I just point? Out? No, sorry. Uh, no, uh, no, that's no, binding. No, no, that no, was a no, legally no, binding no, 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 chat. No, no, no. 
Sorry, mate. I'll have valid broken ribs that night, and if I haven't the night before, I definitely will on that night. I'll, I'll take yes. I'll take one for the team. But it would be good, though, wouldn't it? Wouldn't but, it be but, good? Don't get people's hopes up, you, me, 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 This is like definitely maybe all over me, again. You, me, you and Matt, the fuss pop farm for comic relief. Ten minutes, and then if it takes off, quids in. Yeah, quids in. Might do worse thinking bits already, but quids in for Matt because he's poor. He's doing all right, that lad. He's out there having an endless holiday in LA. He's like one of the bleeding beach boys. Yeah, come back, Matt. Come on, son. Rob in Glasgow. Your sitcom should be called Sex and Russ and Rock and Noel. No. Well, that, that's a good fa- pun. Fast put far, fast put far. We've got fast put far. It's going to be called fast put far. Noel likes that. You can't change his mind. He's very stubborn. He's a stubborn man. He knows what he <laughs> likes. He likes what he knows. <laughs> and okay. he knows his onions. Right. Okay. Sarah, Sarah Silverman will be coming on the show for my new item. I am going to try and go out with Sarah Silverman. Now she's split up with uh, chat show host Jimmy Kimmel. Lovely man. Went on his show. Went very well. But they've split up. And now she's out there on the market. Some would say right. there's a certain inevitability between the two, me and Sarah Silverman, getting together to make a controversial baby. It's going to be a controversial <laughs> little kid. Be like would it be, a, how, how would it be controversial? Because it would be a mouthy little sod, wouldn't it? You'll have a, a bit of too much yap, a bit too do, much trap. I can do baby naming as well. As a, oh, as a side, what as would a you call line. a baby between me and uh, Sarah? The devil! <laughs> 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 the necromancer! <laughs> Lovely. Oh, what a notion. Okay, well, uh, should we do an item of Let's, what, no, do you want to hear a record? I'm the walrus by the Beatles. Let's listen to yeah. that. Then we'll come out, we'll do an item, we'll get Silverman up on the blah. What a lovely radio show it is. If you want to email us, do russell.brand at bbc.co.uk. You can text us 88291. Have a look at last week's videocast with me, the fantastic Simon Amstel, and Jonathan Ross, like television's Russian dolls. Jonathan <laughs> Ross there is the great forefather. It's like Christmas television, past, present, and future. The three of us there. Amstel, all nebbish, there in a coat, all nervous, questioning everything. Jonathan Ross striding about. Even when he's not smoking, a cigar, he's got the attitude of a man who's smoking a cigar. I've Jonathan Ross, I've seen him, seen him prancing around Soho once in a, in a three in a three wheeled car. Yeah, I've seen that, that car, he's got a little bubble car. He's got, yeah, he does things like Mental. that, doesn't he? Like, he's like him right. suits he used to wear, yeah. now he does it with cars yeah, and just a, wear attention seeking. Car. He's an attention a seeker. lot of attention seeking. You'd mm. think he'd had enough, but no, no, he's not. No. He can't get enough attention, no. Jonathan Ross. If that's not a farm, Estrogens everywhere. I'll wash your bum. I'll tap your tap. You're all my mum round there. <laughs> Fast foot farm, everyone. We've already written a theme tune for it. I don't think they've done it. Done it in another radio show. Radio, I think the word is for what I do as a job. Yeah, Fast farm. What about that then? Right, perhaps on Fastbot Farm, Noel, you could tell anecdotes such as the one you told while that song was playing. I, I brilliantly, I said to Noel, I was listening to a bit like, sitting on a cornflake! And I goes, I goes, it's this song, Noel, isn't it, that gave you licence as a lyricist to never write a single song that made a bit of sense, isn't it, isn't it, Noel, I said, voicing the thoughts of a generation. And Noel came back with... The reason that those lyrics... A complete nonsense is at the time somebody had done a, 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 th- a whatever, whatever you students, whatever course, students do when you've got nothing better to do on mm. where they analysed his lyrics and he and he got he got so upset about it that he thought right analyse this then analyse um, this sitting on a cornflake Harry Krishna fishwives yeah. wound everyone up so it got it browned him off very Lewis Carroll apparently all the very lyrics. Lewis Carroll yeah. right sort of yeah sort of surrealism and all yeah twisted mm. imagery what's your excuse hmm? drugs. Trucks, there we go, plain and simple. So it's things like that that have made beloved drummer turned singer <laughs> Phil Collins despair of Oasis and probably why he said Sally's. 
There they are, the Gallagher brothers, yeah. Oasis, Nolan Liam, Mark's out of for the last album. So, <laughs> they're, they're just horrible. <laughs> they're just, just horrible. Why, why? Horrible guys. They're rude, not as talented as they think they are. Mm. Well, no one could be as talented see, as they think they are. That, well, see, that, that bit is true. Yeah. That bit is true. Because you think you're I'm, I can't, so I, I couldn't be as talented as I, I think I am. <laughs> no. I couldn't, it, wouldn't be, it wouldn't be possible. You'd be able to sort of transcend time. Yeah. And your sperm would be like mercury if you were as talented as you think you yes. are. Imagine that your sperm was mercury. Well, it'd be just nice, wouldn't it, to ejaculate mercury, to see it all quivering? Mmm. Mmm. Pearly, lovely sperm. Ah, oh, life, eh? What's the point? It's not yeah, worth getting I, up for how, how does he, he's, how does he, how does he base his, they're just horrible guys. What does he base that on? In, interviews, I suppose. Well, what about, I suppose, is like, remember in the old days, how you used to come across a bit arrogant and that, and you and Liam gobbing and carrying on? I don't know, probably scared Phil Collins. He was from the old days, wasn't it's he? Not, it's, it's very... It's hard, it was hard not people. to be arrogant in the 90s, though. It must have been for you, lot. All that cocaine, all that acclaim. Must yeah. have sent you daft. It's a miracle you survived it, to tell you the truth. Well, we were only stating the obvious. We were the greatest band in the world at that point. Ooh, of course. How are we going to get his head out of the room? It was hard enough well, we to were. get him in here. We were. We were just stating the facts. Just put a trail of pot noodles towards the, the door. There was nothing else. No, you were very you never were jolly good. Nothing compared to us until. No. Until, Until... Come on, oh, look at him, poor old sod. Until, laughing at Margaret Thatcher's Alzheimer's. Look at him now. Until <laughs> Struggling what? to remember what? things that what just happened? happened. at the turn of the century? Who was good then? Um, I don't Who know what's going good? on. I was very... I was Who stole our thunder? Mm, it's interesting, really. I don't know. The next proper good band, Libertines, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, difficult, yeah, really. Strokes, maybe. Strokes, that pretty good, were not they? Lovely bunch of lads. Well, first album was good. Yes, 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 yes. That's true. And then, you know, but I just drifted back to Morrissey. I can't take anything seriously if it uh, ain't got him with his quiff yeah. hanging around near the front. Now, why hasn't Vanessa Phelps come on our radio show? We were promised Phelps. We've been delivered nothing. There's been nothing of the sort so far. Did you far. see that programme that, that wife swap with her in it? Oh, no, I never. What, his wife swap with Paul De and Debbie Daniels, wasn't it? No, I, don't, uh, I think it might have been. Oh, yeah, yeah and I think yeah. Paul Daniels was just like, oh, now, she's a horrible <laughs> Now, now, Paul <laughs> Debbie Daniels. Paul Daniels is mental, isn't he? Yeah, yeah, them were the days. Not Paul actually, and... by the way. Not no, not actually right, mental, isn't just he's off key, isn't he? He's a lovely fellow, mm. I likes him. Right, so later on in the show we'll be talking to Sarah Silverman. Why don't we do an item, Noel? Should we do an item? Let's yeah, do yeah. our regular item, Gay, but Nick the Vicar's son's just bowled off out of the room, probably looking for some sort of religious ideology that makes sense. Nick, 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 get us a brew there, will you? <laughs> Okay, you carry I'm on. I'm co I've got runners. I've, I should come with a runner, shall That's we? true. That's true, mate. Geldy, no, Geldy. <laughs> All that. There he goes. Look at him now. Oh, Colonialist. No, coffee will do. Yeah. Thanks. Please don't talk over the jingle. <laughs> Dear Russell G, come at Morgan and maybe Noel. This is from Lawrence. I have a gay problem. I'm a straight 15-year-old boy and I believe that one of my friends is gay. He has many aspects of him that seem to strike everyone as gay. Not stereotypically. He just seems to be attracted to men. Well, that, that is gay. Yeah. His parents are fine with it and believe him to be lesbian. gay. Right? Good point. But our mutual friend and my best friend is a homophobe. Do not judge him. You are a liberal man and is he is not a militant homophobe, he does not beat people with homosexual tendencies. However, my soon-to-be gay friend is worried about coming out because he thinks our friend will hate him on account of his homophobia. Ah, oh, please help, says Lawrence. So how does this young gay lad come out when one of his friends is a homophobe? It's a problem, we've got to solve it, thank God. Noel Gallagher is here. I think for the sake 
Do you want to be a bit further from your microphone, mate? Well, I don't. I mean, I don't really buy into this item anyway. I think it's all nonsense. Because, what? But I think don't buy into I, the item game. I think, One of the great radio items. I Best think, thing since they are tuned. So I'm saying. I think for the sake of both of those people, he yeah. has to come out because yeah. I think the guy is probably homophobic because he doesn't know anybody. Gay, right? Gay, see, and if he did, if he did know, know someone, he'd have a personal yeah, connection. He, yeah, you see, he wouldn't think they're all like Dick Emery, which he probably thinks like. Of course he does. No, that is actually some genuinely good. Advice. I've been giving you good advice. You did yeah, give me some good yeah, advice. Brilliant, well, I think you said. A, yeah, yeah, it was brilliant advice. You're very smart, very noble, and yeah, lovely man. Yeah, Phil Collins. Yeah. Phil, come on, Phil. If Phil had listened to our item gay, he'd surely know that Noel Gallagher yeah. is not the horrible man he'd labelled him to be, but some sort of brilliant liberal who just made some wonderful statements about Thatcher, the decline of unions. He's a radical, he's a free thinker. Yeah. The very kind of person you want to hear on the phone to perhaps America's finest comedian and, dare I say it, most attractive woman, Sarah Silverman. She's on the phone now. Hello, Sarah. Holy crap, hi. All right, Sarah, uh, uh, it's nice to talk to you. Um, let me just put my cards on the table. Uh, I'm only really doing this because I fancy you. Not that I don't think you are brilliant in that, and I would have you on the radio show if I didn't fancy you, but my chief motivation in getting you on the show is to chat you up, right? That's English for hit on you. So that's just, that's out there now, okay? Oh, that's great. Thank you for putting your cards on the table. I appreciate that. Thank you. I just wanted to be honest. I didn't want it to, there to be a, an undercurrent, as it were, because I thought it might, uh, you know, it might be disruptive. I'm here with Noel Gallagher. He's a, a very dear, dear man, and uh, he will be helping Expert. us with this interview. Hello. Okay. Hello. Hello. <laughs> oh, you laugh like a cartoon character. I, I was, was already say, in love with her. One of the seven dwarfs come in there. It's lovely stuff. Uh, I watched you on the website Be Funny or Die earlier today, Sarah. You were encouraging uh, young Jewish kids to manipulate their uh, grandparents in Florida to vote for Barack Obama on accounts of, uh, you know, otherwise, because Florida's a key state in deciding presidential elections and whatnot. Would you like to use our radio show as a forum to? To further berate the Republicans, even though no one in this country can vote except for expatriates. You're very mind. Nobody listens to this anyway. People listen. People are listening. Sarah. I'd be happy to do that, but I, yeah, yeah, sure. Go on, well, then. You know, um, people in England know a lot more about our politics than the people here, so it'd probably be helpful. But there aren't a lot of. We should get a vote there. then, really, shouldn't we? We should get a vote, actually, because we always have to join in them wars. Yeah. <laughs> we should don't get we? a vote. We always have to turn up there. And also, do you see Gordon Brown going on the telly going, oh, we should give that 700 billion to help prop up Wall Street banks and all that. So we yeah. do have to get our shirt sleeves rolled up. So yeah. where's our bloody vote? Oh, my vote? God. Can yeah. I just say something, Russell? Yes, dear. I, I, I can't. I don't understand a word you're saying. Oh, no. I don't, I don't That's no foundation for a relationship. I don't understand your, the way you talk. You don't understand the way I... In, I, is I it, heard something about... Mm. Uh, I, no, I couldn't make out any of it, I'll be honest. I do use a lot of colloquialisms. Is it that? Yeah, like, uh, I feel like you need, um... Who's that guy that made Eliza Doolittle into, like, a fancy talker? Dr. Doolittle. Dr. Doolittle? Henry Higgins. Oh, Henry yeah, Higgins. Yeah, you need, like, a Henry Higgins. Like I want to be your Henry Higgins. I'll accept that. That's what that. I'm trying to say. I'll tell you the truth. It's because I'm actually a little bit nervous because I do genuinely fancy you and it's knocked me off of my normal, uh, sort of, my arrogant stride. So it's probably really? a little bit, yeah, <laughs> a little bit. Nah. You understood what <laughs> no. you were saying then, didn't you? When you said fancy, yeah. Yeah, yeah you understood that. Now didn't she's hee hee yeah. in like a cartoon character all over again. Yeah. Sarah Silverman, this is the only interview you've done in this country, and for that we wow. are truly grateful. Uh, yeah, did you see all that hullabaloo about the VMAs? I'd like your views on it. 
Oh uh, yeah, I thought uh, you know you did a you did a, you did a good job. Did you have fun? You looked. It's bloody hard work. You did not look nervous, but me having been there, I could tell maybe you were like a little bit nervous and covering yeah. with a, an adorable kind of bravado. Adorable you say bravado. That right? There was some adorable bravado being employed. <laughs> because uh, is that your genuine laugh, Sarah? Is, hey, hey, hey. <laughs> yes, and you know what? It's funny because I think I'm becoming my father because I used to make fun of my father for laughing like... It's mm. a complete onomatopoeia for laughing. Like he goes, ha, 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 he, he, he. <laughs> do you, does anybody do in your family too. say ho, ho, ho? On a Christmas. When you, when you sneeze, do you sort of go hachoo? Yeah, I go, achoo. Well, that's, I mean, you know. I, 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 this I, I, is I, adorable. I sneeze. Go on, no. No, I don't. Have it. How do you sneeze? Thank you for having me on your very cool show. It's kind of cool, isn't it, our radio show? Yeah, we carry on. We're pretty radical. We're pretty dangerous. Just we're like, just like you up. No, That's because it. I'm normally a lot cooler because, of course, I don't That's usually... <laughs> I don't say pathetic. Right, listen, I'm not actually... I'm trying to do an interview and all, Noel. Okay, and she said that thing about me not being... You can't comprehend me. She is saying It's difficult to... Wait, I did get that. I said a thing about you... About not comprehending you. Good, good. Now that was definitely there. Now this is a foundation for a relationship of sorts. Sarah, you have got a film coming out called Jesus is Magic. What is that? Yes. Are you taking the Mickey out of Jesus or something who we, the Christian community, are well into? On uh, accounts of the miracles I'm and whatnot. I'm just saying that if that um, people of your persuasion, mm -hmm. of the Christian persuasion, those guys, yes. A mental. that Jesus is magic. Right, yeah. Whereas yeah. the Jews think he was just like a swell guy. <laughs> He's just a swell guy, yeah. He was just a dandy, a lovable rogue, right? A bit of a rascal. Jews are always blamed for the, for uh, killing Jesus, and that's not mm. true. It, and yeah, it was I'll those be honest, Romans, right? I believe he fell on those nails. Right. It was just, it was a mishap. It was a kind of a... Uh, Frank Spencer bungling bit of slapstick. He tripped over. <laughs> All of a sudden, he's up on a crucifix. The Italians are going to take some blame for this. You the know, Italians. He's like a yeah. carpenter. He was probably hired to make a cross, and right. uh, he tripped. Of course, people are, are not keen oh, enough it. to point out the irony of a man who makes his living knocking together things out of a bit of wood, ending up in such a terrible peccadillo uh, as a result of shoddy carpentry. Ultimately, yeah. And then what do they do? They make a necklace out of it. Right, make it, yeah, this is, uh, frankly, an unfavourable way to sling together an ideology. Sarah Silverman, uh, I just want to mention, and all, didn't, you know when you, didn't you do some sort of MTV thing, you made some jokes about Britney, there was a bit of, uh, there was a bit of an uproar about that? Oh, yeah, but that was so, that was a create, that was something created by, I, all it was was they, they had me follow Britney, so, you know, when you follow an act, you've got to do a couple jokes about that to get into the rest of the stuff. Right, right. And it's all get yeah, that's what sort of I felt actually about the VMAs. Like a couple of little jokes, relatively harmless, a little bit of, you know, sort of pro-liberal politics, thought there'll be no harm done. Some, and some people might call it anti-Bush. Anti-Bush, there was some anti-Bush stuff yeah. there, I thought, on accounts of, you know, the wars and the nonsense and the collapse of civilization. I thought, oh, I'll use yeah. this, I've got a forum. I'll make a little point. I'm only having a laugh, not a proper point. It wasn't like I turned up at the White House, kicked over someone's table and snapped a pot plant. It was just a bit of fun. 
Just a you jaunt. You didn't owe anybody an apology. You did everything right. Thank you very much, Sarah Silverman. Sarah, so, okay, uh, this is essentially now what I'd like to say. This interview, I think, should end, but I think that we have established enough rapport to have a conversation off-air and perhaps build a fledgling relationship. Can I tell you the, when I, I, the one time I've ever been to England before my upcoming trip to England? Yeah. I was at the... Albert uh, policeman's ball, and yes. I saw you backstage, and I go, this guy can't be funny. He's too, like, fancy-looking. Right. And yeah, then well, he went on, and right, you were anyway. really funny. Right, and th did you hear the last bit of what Sarah said? Then he went on, and he was really funny. Okay, so yeah, that... But, yeah, but in real life, you mm -hmm. know, I mean, off, off, off mic. Yeah. You're quite dull, aren't you? I'm a pretty tiresome guy, just sort of mumbling, stumbling around, a bit of a social shipwreck, truth <laughs> be known. But, you know, I could change. That's the thing, yeah, you know, no, given the opportunity. No, you could have a good time, but I really like Chubbier kind of guys. Chubbier, you say? I'm, oh. There's a, a bit of a misapprehension about me. I'm kind of bulky, you know? No way. You've yeah. A, you've got a strange top half. What do you mean I've got a strange top half? That's just, that's my musculature. You've got girls' knees. I've got girls' knees. Yeah, you've got girls' legs. I'm trying to chat up Silverman. You've got, a mad, you've got a mad middle bit, and up top is a oh, bit, yeah. wait, are you one of those guys oh, no. with hips? I've got a real, I look good in the nude and I'm really good in bed. That's all you need to know, Sarah. <laughs> I'm the real deal. I'm a tornado. I'm a rocket. I can change the world. I'm the cosmos. I've got the universe flowing He's through got me. Little girl's feet. I've not got girlish feet. I've got nice high foot arches, Silverman. You could rest Let's under just those take arches. Let's a couple of breaths and wrap this up by saying that I'm going to be doing uh, the Hammersmith Apollo on the 19th of October. God, How about that? Hammersmith Apollo, I'll be there. 19th of October, right? You will? Yeah, I'll be there. Oh, of course he'll be there. He'll I'll be, be there. He'll be sniffing, won't he? I'll be fat as an house by then. I'm just going to go and stuff myself full of cakes. I'll be a wreck. Perfect. We'll see. We'll see. We're, there's going to be a weigh-in. Okay, no, no, seriously, I'll, I'll, I'll be there and I'll be heavy, I'll be portly. When is it, the 19th or what? 19th of October, the 19th and maybe the 20th too, I think, they might be adding a show. Of course they will, but how the ticket sales go on the no, 19th. Well, after this, Sarah, I mean, they'll be flying out the door, love. People will like to see me all bloated and fat trying to pull a bird. Turns on a whole nation. Sarah, thank you very much. You've been very dignified in the face of some uh, very, very adolescent flirting and naive attempts Is to seduce you. Is that what you call that's pathetic? That's, well, look, that's not my normal style <laughs> of flirting you. because I wasn't thinking just seduce her and get her pregnant. I was thinking, you know, I so wonder if I'd get you, on. You said you were going to chat up. Look, I'm under a lot of pressure, all right? Whatever. I've had a lot of death threats. Give me a break. So, Sarah, uh, thank you very much for coming on our radio show. It's lovely to talk to you. Thank we'll you see you when me. you're back in Blighty. No, no, no. Uh, the pleasure was all mine. And please reserve judgment, uh, particularly on the whole fat bulk thing. Because um, I will. It, it's a storm. It's a perfect storm of sex. That's, that's <laughs> what I'm offering. I'm just going to put it out there. Sarah Silverman, thank you very much, my love. Bye. Thank you. Off she goes. Oh, right, well... Oh. I don't reckon. No, no, no way. No it's not happening, is it? I forced no. it out. She's I came too, across too wrong. She, yeah, she's, she's too cool. She's too professional. Mm, damn, curses, blow, blast. That's why you can't go out with someone if you get on with them. What's the point? You might as well just go on. A... No, in, in, let's just see what happens. Let's just see. I'll just, nothing, you know, nothing's gonna happen. Bring me some buns. I am gonna make myself <laughs> so bloody obese. That woman's gonna be all <laughs> over me. <laughs> I'm gonna be a disgusting spectacle. I'll be wearing one of them no, sort of. No, things. when she says I like chubbier guys, what, what, that, what, what that means is I don't like you. I don't <laughs> like you. Right, okay. All right. Uh, it's all right, mate. Uh, hey, I'm insulted now. Like, you were in the toilet. I could have done that. I could have yeah, kept it going for 15, 15 seconds. seconds. 15 seconds. Listen to Jules Holland. Professional.
That was a bloody good jingle. I need to go. You get me down here with pot noodles and porn and all that, and then like, you can't, and then you think, oh no, no, Russ is in the toilet. Let's play a jingle. Let's do what? You would have made seconds. a mistake. Ten seconds. You can't do the slick broadcasting that's just humiliated me in front of Sarah Silverman. I could have told a joke. Oh God! I don't think seconds. so, mate. You'd have well. it out, but it all been we've all been stirred by now. Yeah, hold on a second. Do listen to Jules. I'm like, it's mad. We don't usually play trials. I just noticed that when I heard it. I was just in. It's funny for me because I was in having a win. I thought, mm, sounds like Jimi Hendrix, Castle by the Saturday is uh, wrapping up. But one will be on now. And then I thought, oh no, I'm in this show. <laughs> and then uh, then Terrible. before I knew it, it was Jules Holland. Oh, we've been joined by Adia Depatan. What is the role of a co-presenter if not mean? to hold the fort when the presenter? Can you imagine? Matt Morgan, if I was off in the lavvy, blathering his way through 15 Simon, seconds you didn't, of airtime. You didn't time. turn up until five to nine, he's all panicking, I was going, <laughs> don't worry about it. <laughs> I'll handle don't this. Don't worry about it, we've got the tunes. Roll up You know what I mean? Please. I've got plenty to talk about. I've been attacked, there's all that gear going <laughs> on. I can, I, I can talk about it for two. The painkillers are kicking in 40 minutes and then it's... Yeah, no, fair enough, okay. Stream no, of consciousness. I'm sorry, alright, well I'd just like to say then, don't listen to Jules Holland, or whatever that's about. Listen it's to old Gallagher doing some half-assed joke about uh, his yeah, recent yeah, attack. Yeah, yeah. That. Hey. What? That's not a laughing matter. I didn't I'm laugh! In proper, I'm in a proper joke, like a joke joke. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm not going to tell it now, I'm not going to tell it now though, I'll tell it when, you know, when... Oh fair, when the where it belongs. When the system goes down and no, I am, no. and, and then I have to give it, you know... Thank you, I and mean, it's nice to know you're here, for the, you know, while capitalism falls apart, it's nice to know Noel Gallagher's got a couple of gags in the barrel. Just the one. Just the one, well, Just the know. one, but it's a good one though, it involves penguins. It's going to keep us all pretty cheerful. Mm. Here is a letter, right. an electric letter from Matt from Plymouth. Evening Russell and Noel, talking about pet names, my two cats were called Noel and Liam. Unfortunately, Liam was a little oh, nuts and ran away. No one's still going strong. Any news on the Eden gig? Eden gig? What's yeah, well, that, I was, mate? Well, I supposed to be doing it tonight. Oh, right. He's not doing that. He's here, mate. Well, I've been told not, like, not, not to perform for the next two weeks. Sorry really? about, if anybody bought tickets, well. I'm sorry about that. But we are going to reschedule it. Right, there you yeah, are. For tomorrow night. For <laughs> senseless not tomorrow admin. night. It's not tomorrow night. Here's a sitcom name suggestion from Reese. Are you being perved? A sitcom starring Noel Gallagher and Russell Brand. What about that? It's actually that? quite funny, but it doesn't be Fusspot. Farm. Fusspot farm. farm. Oh, this isn't much more to the song. Fusspot Farm, forthcoming sitcom by us, being launched for uh, comic relief this year. <laughs> Where we go? We don't have to actually do it that night. We can do it another night, which is a five-minute thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Easy. We'll laugh. Yeah. Estrogens everywhere. I'll wash your bum. I'll tap your top. You're all mine. I'm round there. Fast pop farm. Make that up. Oh, welcome to Fast pop farm. Yeah. What a gift mm. I've got there. But mm. unbelievable, really. You're good at jingles, aren't you? Good at jingles. Good yeah. at making up jingles. Just one of the. Rub it, rubbish at chatting up birds. Huh? Not so good at that, apparently. Mm. Uh, here's another suggestion. Oh, here. It, Russell and Knowles says Ant. Your sitcom could be called Ponderwall. A brilliant portmanteau. A pun, a a pun on, on the, the second unfunniest programme on television. Oh, how <laughs> hurtful. Yeah. Apparently, BAFTA nominations mean not to you, Mr. BAFTA. Deck have got enough of them to, mean, to, to render them meaningless. We got sent a certificate, right? It goes. Oh, I've got one for doing a whiff. nominee. <laughs> <laughs> for doing a whiff. Yes. That is about easy. Uh, my lovely assistant Tom goes, uh, Russell, there's a, a certificate here. It says, uh, you know, you've been nominated for a BAFTA. What do you want? Shall I even yeah. take it out of so the envelope? What? Said, no, mate, don't, you know, it makes so it look what? like I'm struggling. So know. what? 
Come on, keep a brave face. We'll all be I, say it's the sec- I say it's the second unfunniest program. What well, he says the first unfunniest news. The, well, the news, obviously. The news is really grim. Cheer up. That's what I was thinking. But the news will be coming up later. Perhaps <laughs> they'll make a bit more effort to put some gags in it. Probably won't. Tonight, right? it might do, mate. I've got a funny feeling that tonight's news is going to be littered with real lovely gags about <laughs> penguins, for example. It's a good job, that. Well, we're all looking forward to that happening. Mm. Okay, oh, look, here's a gay follow-up from someone. Hi, Russell, I don't think you addressed the problem you're gay listener brought to your attention, says Liz, uh, about right. composting. Oh, right. that was just last week. I can't hear about compost. I don't know how, how compost works. Well, but hold on, let's just see what she says. Tell him to wee on it. Oh, right. Wee on it. Makes compost easier. They are genuine advice. Mm. Wee on it. Wee In on fact, it. I, don't, I can't think of a single gay problem that can't be solved by that bit of advice. Wee on it. Whatever's wrong, just wee on it. Yeah, man. Wee on it. Yep. Served me very well, that has. Okay, so why don't we get Mr. G, Poet Laureate of the show, to summarise what's been going on in the form of a poem from his brain. It's Mr. G. Let's welcome him back, Mr. Genuinely, though. Hello, G. Thanks for coming. Nice to see you. Nice to see you. Okay, this poem is called Excuse a Jacuzzi. Every path that claims to be eternal is in reality a circle. To the distressed damsels across the land, a little hot tub won't hurt you. Check the X-Files of naming pet crimes. The truth is out there, so expect lies. If we reject styles based on sex and crimes, we'd have less razzle and more noodle to infect minds. Farms of fussed pots, Katie and Sarah's love lost. Amid the chapsticks and crapped ribs, every slapstick there awaits a cross. Beyond collapsing dollars and pound, the back of the cab's still gaining ground. But where there's a will, there's a wheel, and sometimes a goose or penguin to be found. Wow! Mr. G, how does he do it? One day someone will analyse those poems and find out he was truly talented. <laughs> Who's going to do it? Who's going to analyse those poems? Someone's got to do it. Someone put together a compilation, release it, but the thing is you'd need to listen to all these radio shows, so perhaps what this should be, we should release a CD of all these radio shows and the poems would come yeah, in a sort of You can get them all on the internet, can't you? What, you can get all the like poems G's, on the internet? G's making the universal sign of money. The universal yeah. sign of money there, G, trying to cash yeah. in on what once was an art form to him. G likes to go to prison <laughs> schools and for some reason nursing conferences to do <laughs> poems. I hope it's the same motivation that takes you to nursing conferences ain't got you into schools and prisons, mate. I really do, because Ned, he just ended the universal sign of blowjob. Okay? The universal sign. We all know what it is. Some of us are a little bit ashamed and angry. I can see on the screen up there people are actually sending photographs of their pets for mm. Noel Gallagher to name. Are they yeah, I just saw one of a Labrador puppy wearing outsized sunglasses and I'd like to know what you'd call such an animal, well, Noel. He's not seeing the image. He needs well, to see the image. See. There it is. Come on, look. There he is, mate. Look through that window. There it is. It's like a little lovely Labrador. Big sunglasses on him. That's not a Labrador. It looks like a Labradoodle, that, doesn't it? Come on. Labradoodle? Is that your suggestion, Noel? No, 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 no. Look, look him out, he has to think he goes into a trance now. I'm just, let me describe the state Noel's in. It's them 15 quid. I'm not just like... Just, yeah, just gonna spunk it out the wall. No, fair enough, mate. Yeah. No, no I take right. life a bit more seriously. His eyes have, he's gone, his eyes have gone white. He's took <laughs> his shirt off. He's, he's lactating. This milk trickling, a sort of a see-through milk coming out of Noel Gallagher's nipple, nipples now. It's oh, gotta God. be Shades, isn't it? Shades! Your dog is called Shades and it would be 15 pounds for the Noel Gallagher. No, right, dog, you, let me I mean, serve Right, you, you laughed at first, didn't you? Because right. you've, you've, you've never seen this actually in action. You're right. Now, me that's not worth fifteen. What a gift! If what you, a gift! If you're this struggling, man has. if you're struggling with the pet, yeah, that's fifteen quid. Well, he's strutting around now. You've got, right, you've got. Thinks you, he's a genius. You've got, you've got a dog. No, well, I'm beginning to agree with Phil Collins. That is, I see you are very 
conceited man. All right, there's, there's some other dogs Why are you rubbing your hands together like you've got arthritis? <laughs> <laughs> arthritis is not a man's name. Arthritis. It's arthritis. Is he going to be a character in our fast pot farm single? All the letting lords coming. It's arthritis. Oh, he paid the rent. I ain't paying no rent. I ain't paying no rent. I'll now, name your pets. Whoever, I'll name your pets in lieu of rent. Whoever, whoever is the owner of Shades, you can send the £15 to havingitrightoff.com. Havingitrightoff.com. That's Noel Gallagher's website. What a gift. What a gift that is. You are a pet naming liberace thank you i should like to say look at that thank lovely you. pet naming face them painkillers really kicked in didn't they mate yeah man <laughs> oh he's like that's a kite it's like 1995 in here <laughs> blimey you watch yourselves <laughs> right oh uh your sitcom would be more like sex and man city says steve in a way it would steve and there's no one loves you more than i do jeez catching that oh look at this well it's been a lovely show hasn't it so far if you think about some of the things that happened no have you enjoyed being the uh, co-host i've enjoyed being the the second in line of this uh, mm. co-presenting next factor you've got going on. Yes, you who, do well. Who's, who, who's, who's up next week? Vote for your favourite presenter. You're Any not, luck, Sarah Silverman, if you want to see I'm me blushing and gushing my way through a couple of hours of nonsense. free next weekend, mm. I'm just saying. Here, hold on a bloody second. Mike says this, just so you know, Russell, in the tabloids over here in North America, where I'm listening to your show, because you're so brilliant and we all love you so much, there was a story this week about Sarah Silverman and Jimmy Kimmel's relationship breaking up over him finding out about Sarah's love of fat guys. So she was, oh, wasn't, she was, oh, she was right. making a joke about liking a fat guy. I thought it sounded like she liked you. Mike, from North America, Noel, mm. a country that you have antagonised over the years with spitting. Okay. That was Liam. That's not me. It's Liam. Silly thought. Okay, so all right. Mm, perhaps there is a chance in. Perhaps we haven't antagonised them. They just blatantly ignored us. <laughs> we tried to. <laughs> I've antagonised them. If CNN's anything to go by, but, yeah. But then news channels out there—that's just to propagate the idea to keep us all spellbound, daft, and stupid. Don't take the news seriously. Not the BBC news. That's all right. You can trust us. We're good as gold. But you know, really, the maintenance of the status quo does require us all to believe in a series of structures that aren't necessarily real. Get in touch with the old inner self. Feed your spirit. Find yourself because Whoa, yeah, only yeah. love's bed, eternal. Bed, what? peace. I'm peace. Bed. I'm great. I'm yeah. great. A, a beard, don't you know? As a what? Fact. I'm growing a beard. I haven't noticed. Yeah, you are, aren't you? Yeah, thank yeah. you. Thank you what for What for? Is it for a part in a film? Yep. I am doing a Shakespeare film with Helen Mirren. What? Yep. Shakespeare film with Helen Mirren. Are you going to try and get off with Helen yep, Mirren? Yeah, I am. If you, honestly, swear, if, if you do. Yeah. Well, that's, respect. Yeah, that's big time, isn't it? It's big time. Yeah. If, yeah. if I can get yeah, Mirren. Yeah. Yeah. G, thumbs get, up from get G. Mirren, it's like a spy cop thriller, isn't it? Get Mirren. Get Mirren. I'm yeah. get <laughs> Silverman is very much last week's news. I am going to seduce <laughs> that queen. Where do you see Eleanor? She blanked me once. In, what, in, Mirren blanked you? Yeah, in Santa Monica. She's give me a dirty look. The minute that woman orgasms, I'm going to say to her, <laughs> what the hell were you doing blanking Noel Gallagher? I was drunk at the time, and um, right. you might have gone, why? <laughs> And she blanked that. Yeah, yeah all right. She didn't see that yeah. for the charming. It was the night before the Oscars, and I was like, I hope you lose. Oh, and she blanked you. Yeah. And she oh, won. And she won. She won for uh, mm. what's it? A portrayal of Queenie. the famous German that lives in in uh, Buckhouse. Yeah, that lovely uh, uh, Majesty, her yes. royal highness, the Queen of England, the woman who is I like old Queenie. Yes, she's right, you know. isn't she? Yes, you're right, isn't she? After the Barking. revolution, of course. Of course, they are they're crackers. A lot of them. Well, the they're tops all... are good, though. Have you seen? Uh, I tell you what, the Eugenie's looking nice. Really? Eighteen. <laughs> really? Someone told me they fancy me a bit. Then princesses, Eugenie and Beatrice. Here's a suggestion: two princesses and one glorious Duke of Love. Mm. <laughs> Could it really be? No. 
No, of course not. Let's concentrate on Mirren for now. No. Yeah. So are you what you're playing doing a Shakespeare film? What who are you playing? I'm playing a jester called Trinkolo in the film version of The Tempest starring. Surprise, Mirren. surprise, you're playing the clown. I'd like uh, if you are a journalist at the Sun, and we mean you, Gordon Smart, who I'm thinking about forgiving soon, you I'd like to see a mocked up picture of me in one of those jester outfits, please. Like when they're like Mr. Claypole out of Rent a Ghost, if you could yes. just do that. You would have been good in Rent a Ghost. You'd I'd have been, been well. Brilliant. All good in Rent a Ghost. Brilliant. Bring back Rent a Ghost. Yeah. 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 Rent a roast, maybe. Freesomes. I don't know. Yeah. You want to play it in a hot tub? Me, Jester's yeah. hat, Rent a Roast. Brilliant. New sitcom being launched, the comic relief. Let's get Richard Curse <laughs> on the phone. Look at the future. Look at the past. We're all free. I'd just like to thank everyone who contributed to our show. The delicious Katy Perry. Vanessa Feltz, where were you? Sarah Silverman, fantastic work. Phil Collins by proxy. He was there. And of course, Mr. Gene, his wonderful poem. But tonight surely belongs to. No, Gallagher, Nolan, Nolan. Thank you very much. Okay, Noel, take us to the news. Let's hope there's a oh, few more penguin right. jokes. Nick, oh, just read right. that thing out, mate. Go on, mate. The Russell Brand show oh, is a, a vanity project for BBC Radio Two. This is BBC Radio Two online, on digital, and on eighty-nine news. to ninety-one news. FM. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Noel. Goodbye.